Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Memory Machine Podcast, a historical, pop cultural, anecdotal podcast. Which very uh, anecdotal. Yes, it is. <laughs> we'll try to limit that. Loaded, loaded with anecdotes. <laughs> um, about people that you don't care about. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's that. And it's on the Geekiverse. Mm-hmm, uh, we're we're mm-hmm. a member of the Geekiverse. Um, and uh, yeah, today our main topic is going to be about... Uh, well, I thought since Mega Man 11 was released fairly recently... It certainly is. Very what, fresh. Yeah. What better time is it than now mm. than to talk about Mega Man? Yes. Uh, but before we get into that... Mm-hmm. First, let's introduce ourselves. I'm Nate Lockhart, your host. Uh, over here, who I'm pointing at right now, and you can't see it, listeners. I am. I can't see it either. Who are you pointing at? Ah. <laughs> <laughs> I can't see. I'm uh, Seth, uh, Captain Marikonsky on Geekiverse and on Twitter. I, uh, yeah, Mega Man. I'm, I'm excited to be here to talk about it because it's absolutely one of my uh, favorite gaming franchises, uh, particularly the classic, classic series. And, um, yeah, it just had its 30th uh anniversary it's uh about Good as old deal. as i am Mega Man. it debuted in mm-hmm. at least in north america in 1987 same year i debuted in north america so mm-hmm. very Good excited year. glad to be here good year and you gentlemen and i'm jason prem uh and what year did you debut 1989 so all right batman year good year uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah. mega man 2 in the united states good oh, yeah. year good year oh, yeah. very good year oh yeah. good, good good call yeah yeah, what uh, what do you do, Jason? What's uh, what's your what's your connection to this podcast? <laughs> um, for me, Mega Man is probably the first like video game franchise I really got into mm-hmm. uh, as a kid. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. You also dressed up as him for Halloween one year. Yes, I did. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> my nephew did that this year. Yeah. He got he has a, a Mega Man outfit, and um, his uh, father, my older brother, got a Proto Man costume. Nice. So they, they went out together. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. So, are you going to make Mary dress up as Roll, or is that weird because that means Mary's your sister? Yeah, a little weird. Yeah, (laughs) have her be. There's only one other female character in classic Mega Man I can recall, and that's uh, Splash Woman from Mega Man Nine. Yeah, that's not even. I mean, that that's even stretching what you could consider classic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's it's classic, but it's not retro. I guess maybe. Yeah, it is retro inspired. Yes. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Mega Man Nine is. I say more than retro inspired. I think it's just sort of a. It is. It just is. Yeah. yeah. It just oh, is. Oh no, that. she could be Tron Bond. That's what she should be. Tron Bond. Yeah, there you absolutely. go. Tron Bond. Perfect. Everyone agrees. <laughs> so, but before we really delve into that topic, we begin as we always do with the week in geek. Hmm. Um. The, we begin as we always do. Uh. For now. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I love this continues because I don't <laughs> prepare for it very well, but. For you political and historical geeks out there, uh, the day this releases, November 7th, 1893, is the day that women were granted the right to vote in the state of Colorado. Yeah! So, congratulations, women, and congratulations, Colorado. You did good. Um, Eventually. Yes. Yeah, right. It took us all a little too long. it, It took you about, you know... Uh, it, it, over a hundred years, yeah, over a hundred years since the beginning of the country to to yeah. catch on to that. But you know, yeah, we took the rest of us a little bit longer to catch up. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> you know, nas- nationally, it wouldn't be another twenty seven years before uh, mm. before before it became a national yeah national law. But um, so there's that. There was also what was the other thing that you well, the mentioned? other thing in 1975 on the mm-hmm. topic of uh, on the topic of women's empowerment. 
the uh, on November seventh, nineteen seventy five, the original pilot for the yes. Wonder Woman ABC Linda Carter series uh, gave, had a test airing. Okay, so on that it was day. Linda Carter. That, but that it was one? it was the Linda Carter okay. ABC series. It wasn't that weird blonde haired lady with the motorcycle. No. Or the tracksuit? Yeah. No. Um, <laughs> have you guys, have you seen that? No, You're thinking of it? Kill Bill. Oh, okay. No, <laughs> no it's, it's like, uh, they tried like in the early 70s with Wonder Woman. Yeah. And uh, you can see pictures of it and stuff online. In fact, I'm sure it's probably just all on YouTube because nobody cares. But You're thinking of Red Brown as Captain Red America. Red Brown. <laughs> <laughs> you know, honestly, there are a lot of parallels between those two. They both ride motorcycles. They both... Have red, white, and blue uniforms. Specifically, just the characters as a whole, or those incarnations. This goes incarnations. Oh, so those, those incarnations okay. have a lot in common with oh, another. Yeah. Um, it looks like it was. Uh, it, it looks like it was made in a place where you didn't really have to worry about like getting shooting rights. You know, you always have to worry <laughs> yeah. about like setting a perimeter for shooting. You just popped it up on a block, and yeah, yeah right. Just like yeah. no one's walking around. Well, no one's here like, anyways. We're so. in like Olean. We don't you know? need a permit for this. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, uh, so two, yeah, two that's, very that's significant cool. bits. There, also, yeah. have you seen uh, the the '60s Wonder Woman pilot? No, that they try to do. Have uh, you have you have you heard of that one? I don't know if I have. Okay, so in this one, Wonder Linda Car, uh, not Linda Car, that's the actress, um, Diana Prince. Prince is not an Amazon princess. She is a nerdy twenty-something who still lives with her mother. <laughs> and uh she turns into wonder woman as sort of like a wish fulfillment thing and she like really? turns and she like does like a pirouette and twirls in a circle and then like prims herself and then like it looks like wonder woman and then she prims herself in front of the mirror like aren't i pretty <laughs> and <it's> like <laughs> which is just like nailed it completely missing <laughs> <Yeah>. the point <laughs> um and it never got picked up for a series but the linda carter one did and that's good because it's a pretty good show. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've watched it. Have you guys Not watched really. it recently? I, I haven't. But... It's on MeTV a bunch. I've I've seen it there on Saturday nights. You've been on MeTV, haven't you? Uh, I don't think I've been on MeTV, no. Well, was you've I? been on the, the state. You were on the game show. Oh, game show. locally. Locally, yes. yeah, I was on the... Yeah, yeah, I was on the game show. Not MeTV. The bragging probably. rights. You know, um. the bragging <laughs> rights. It's a game show that's on WBBZ here. That they, it's on every mm-hmm. afternoon, I think. And uh, yeah, I was on an episode of that. And, it was, it uh, was a yeah, a group of friends. It was, and it was I the won, couples, the men and women yeah. versus each other. And yeah. I won the bragging rights because you don't really win prizes. <laughs> so, <laughs> so that's what that's what I got. Or no, we did get like a joke gift from Viddlers, the Viddlers Five and Dime. You know, they yeah. sell like yeah prank stuff. Mm. So we got a little thing from them. But so Brian, anyway, this is where Brian Adams got his guitar. It's the five and dime. Five and dime. No, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> the five and dime. I mean, those Canadians. So I don't think yeah, they uh, gotta watch out. If sing more of that, we'll the play five and loony. Things, huh? Um, so that's the weekend geek. Um, yeah. let's for the price of one. Let's start this Mega Man conversation, shall we? Yes, because it ain't gonna start do. itself. Let's not be the giant bombcast. Yeah, it take forever. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm unfamiliar. Last time I listened, their podcasts were up to like three hours long. Has it since gotten longer than that? I, I don't know. I stopped listening because I couldn't take it anymore. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, let this not let that not happen to this podcast. Because let's see, the Hitchcock one that we did was like two hours and three minutes long. Oh yeah, that's a that's quite a <laughs> that's heft, man. Yeah. Um. Anyway. So Mega Man. Mega yeah. Super Fighting man. Robot. The Super Fighting Robot. <laughs> <Da-na-na-na>, <laughs> Mega Man. <laughs> I'm glad we all know that reference <laughs> yeah. in this room. I had that on a CD as a kid. Oh, really? Like, that yeah, song the for the Ruby Spears cartoon? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. 
it's a it's a really good theme song. Yeah, it yeah. rips, man. Mm-hmm. Um, so Mega Man started as uh, Capcom was just pumping out NES games there in its early days, mostly arcade conversions. I think at that point mm-hmm. in eighty six, eighty yeah. seven, they had like what Section Z and Gun Dot Smoke was that Gun that smoke, was that course. that era. Or was that was that before Mega Man? I don't that know. It was probably before Mega Man, but I'm not far. sure. Yeah, yeah. but they, of course they had Ghosts and Goblins. That was mm. I, I think up to then that was probably their two biggest uh, biggest hits that they had. Mm-hmm. They had Ghosts and Goblins, and they had 1942, mm-hmm. and those were those were the big ones. Mm-hmm. And those had since been ported to the NES, and they were pretty, you know, they sold really well, mm-hmm. um, yeah. especially yeah. in those early days of the NES when the library hadn't grown that large just yet. So they right. had a large market share at that, that point in time. But uh, the development of Mega Man came about when Capcom wanted to make a game that was sort of more uh, console-centric. Something that would work better in a console setting than just an arcade conversion. Yeah. Um, and so uh, they got to work making Mega Man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, Ke- uh, uh, what's his name? Keiji Inafune. Keiji Inafune, yeah. thank you. Although that wasn't the... Uh, he wasn't the... the original the, the person who kind of conceived of the idea of Mega Man not yeah, from the he's not from the, like gear. the designer like he kind yeah. of like did the he's kind art. Of, maybe you could say he's like the Kogi Igarashi he didn't he he kind of although i mean he was involved with uh Mega Man way earlier than Kogi Igarashi was with Castlevania but he kind of he didn't create the idea but he kind of uh established uh things about it that made it popular and that made it resonate Mm-hmm. It's not a perfect one-to-one analogy because Castlevania was already good and popular before uh, Igarashi came on, but yeah, it just made me think of that. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I think it's a fair comparison yeah. to make. Yeah. I think that sort of the obvious influence, influential takeaway from Mega Man is probably Astro Boy. Yeah, they, yeah, both, I think have the, they both have arm cannons. Oh, yeah. There's know? like there's like an uh, kind of a rumor that uh, that. I think you know a disproved rumor that it was Mega Man was supposed to be an Astro Boy game and all this thing that isn't actually that's, true that's, as far as I understand. It's not hard to believe that though. Yeah, I can yeah. see that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I believe there, I mean there was an Astro Boy game for the Famicom mm. that was developed by some other company and that isn't nearly as good as Mega Probably Man. Probably Tose. <laughs> they, they made they made so many damn games for the Famicom Tose and uh, Rare. They were yeah. both very prolific on yeah. the NES or Famicom. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, and I, I read, at least Wikipedia said that the, the, another big influence was, um, American comic books, American superheroes for the boss masters, see, the, I, for the robot masters. And I don't know how deeply I see that. I know, I have heard that it was more inspired by Japanese superheroes, like Tetsunoko. I'd believe that of, a lot that, more. You look yeah. at like, um, yeah, I believe you know, that Mazinger a lot Z or something like that. And mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, and like manga inspirations, you see, you know, th- that's one of the things I really love about Mega Man is its kind of classic, kind of simple, chunky robot designs. They have yeah. like the big leg pieces and like the, you know, it's it's kind of like a. Yeah. I mean, I guess that is kind of analogous to like a superhero outfit, kind of like a Superman outfit. You have like the underwear piece and the boots and everything. Yeah, yeah, and, and all the uh, robot masters have that. Even though I don't, I don't feel like that's where Mega Man got its inspiration yeah. from. I can see, I can see the connection. Yeah, a I, I bit. see, I see more like Tobor the Ape Man. You know, uh, you, you know, you know the Eight Man. That was a '60s anime. Whatever. Okay. It's all public domain. Go yeah. find it. <laughs> but I, yeah, I, I think the, the Japanese superheroes were actually more of the inspiration. I, I would agree with you on that. But I, when, I, I, when do, I saw that, I was, I was going to bring that up with you guys. Like, do you really see American superhero 
influence in this. Yeah, not o- quite, only not by quite. way of Japanese, the way Japanese superheroes were influenced by American superheroes. Do I see it? Yeah, you yeah. yeah. I thought it was just straight up Japanese yeah. inspiration. Very so. cute uh, chibi designs on everything. Yeah, cute chunky chibi uh, characters. Yeah, Iceman in particular. Yeah. Very adorable. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He has a little face. He's, yeah. It's yeah. all covered up by that little parka. Yeah. Yeah. It's cute. It is. It is. And that's uh, one of the things, like, when... Uh, we'll get into this later. Anyway. Yeah. Um, and, of course, gameplay, the, the oft-recited uh, fact about the, the influence of gameplay is the rock, paper, scissors. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or uh, Junkin. Is that how you say the Japanese name for it? Jenkin? Junkin? Junkin? I don't know. Been a while since I played my Alex Kid imports. Huh? Yes, right. <laughs> but it's a J A N K E N. That's a Japanese term for rock paper scissors, and that's obviously evident in the gameplay with yeah. certain weapons beating out yeah, certain guys. Really and, yeah, and uh, doing certain things to the playfield in some later games. Yeah. Oh, yeah. In case everyone anyone wasn't aware, whenever you beat one of the one of the robot masters or bosses in the game, it's uh, you know you you get their power and then you have to use that on a specific other boss who has a weakness towards that power i, get, I think everyone knows that but yeah yeah, yeah right saying. right if you, if you don't i mean i'm glad you're listening yeah uh, and i hope you continue it's a good conversation i promise um <laughs> and uh and, and you listed this here jason that he was colored blue due to the limitations of the nes palette the famicom palette yeah there's yeah. only 56 colors so blue had the most amount of shades true so yeah. that's why they went blue yeah. Which is weird when you think about it, because I don't... 56 doesn't sound like a lot of colors. But I've never thought of NES games as not being colorful. Yeah. You know what I mean? When you think of, like, yeah. monochromatic, like, non-colorful... Yeah, I think of, like, uh, ZX Spectrum right. kind of stuff, you know? Right. Or and... or something with a far more limited palette, like, I don't know, early CGA computers or whatever, yeah. you know? But the NES is loaded with color and the, and the Mega Man games especially I mean yeah. they're a feast for the eyes oh, as yeah. far as yeah I mean bit. that's how you designate which power you have you have the different mm-hmm. colors and shades yeah mm-hmm. it works great too mm-hmm. and the name was so originally I mean we, we've been calling him Mega Man all this time but in Japan he is not known as Mega Man mm-hmm. he is Rock Man yes. yes his sister is Roll Yes. Rock and roll. Uh, oh, boy. And Proto and Man, I think, is not... He's not he's called Proto... Blues. He's Blues. Blues. Um, bass and Trouble are uh, Bass and Trouble. trouble. Yeah. I think um, uh, Trouble in Japan, though, is called Gospel. Oh, okay. I didn't yeah, know that. Of course. <laughs> gospel, Blues. I mean, these these are things that yeah. are sort of innocuous and, and have zero... Like things that like the Japanese culture has zero context for because Christianity mm. is so far from being the dominant religion there. Right, so they're just yeah. like, oh, there's crosses and stuff. It's fun. Yeah. <laughs> so, sort of the way like uh, Americans will sort of like have apply like, sort of a mysticism to like uh, the um, uh, what's the, the Shinto? Like the way, oh, like, yeah. yeah, there's to there, it's like a very sacred thing, you know. Mm-hmm. But to us, it's just like cool, like <laughs> Japanese writing. Isn't that weird? I'm gonna try Shinto for the summer, yeah, yes. right? Yeah, um, but, yeah, so uh, gospel. obviously, yeah, a lot of the music uh, influences in the, yeah, uh-huh, so uh-huh. that was a big thing. If uh, oh, another fun fact speaking of uh, design, what, mm-hmm. what designs were based off of Dr. Light. Based off of Santa Claus. That's right. <laughs> and Dr. Wiley is based on Dr. I- Albert Einstein. Yep. Um, oh, yeah. The evil just an Albert Einstein. Yeah, yeah. The <laughs> evil version. Yeah. Um, although they both uh, have uh, are, are, are burdened with uh, great scientific 
knowledge. Some mm-hmm. use it for good, some use it for evil. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yeah. mm-hmm. Albert Einstein tried his best to use it for good. Yeah. <laughs> he uh, let it get in the... He, he, tried, he tried to stop Truman from using the bomb, but anyway, that's not what we're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, for, po- for politics, listen to Citations Needed. Um, <laughs> anyway. Uh, but yeah, so it was known as, as Rock Band in Japan. Yeah. Now, in... Uh, Capcom America did not care for that name very much. Right. Joseph Marizzi mm-hmm. uh, was quoted as saying that title was horrible, <laughs> and so he changed <laughs> it to Mega Man, um, which I think I like better than Rockman. Um, uh, if if you were just uh, to compare the two, it's, what I do guess you think? I mean, it's tough to say. Like, if he had been called Rockman for thirty years. It wouldn't sound as weird yeah. to us now, just it being, you know, because yeah. we're used to a particular thing. So, you know, because I would say, you know, my favorite game franchise is Metal Gear Solid, and that's a weird name. And yeah, like, it's <laughs> true. That's very true. That's very true. Weird name for a weird franchise. And, uh, yeah, so it's – Mega Man is really – it is, you know, kind of like a – it's like a classic superhero name kind of a thing. I do like it, but it's also what I'm used to. What do you think, Jason? Yeah, I feel like – the American markets might not have taken so much to Rockman so well as like Mega Man. That's that's, like that's the way I feel possible. about it. Yeah. Um, not that Rockman isn't a cool name. No, I it's like a the cool name. name. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I I feel like after playing a lot of Mega Man, Rockman sounds like it should be the name of one of the bad guys he faces, and yeah, not that, yeah, the name true. of the titular yeah. hero. True, Mega yeah. Man, I feel like, sort of encompasses the fact that you know he can take all of the powers. That's true. You know, that's like, a good yeah, point. You know, yeah. he's he's above he all of them. Locked to one element, right? Right. Yeah. He's he's a he's a clean slate with which you can put stuff on. Uh, Seth Zelinsky is hearing my. <laughs> I thought it was outside. raining, but no, nope. there are little cars whizzing by, being that's propelled right. by a little man. <laughs> oh boy, the Florida Five Hundred. It is. <laughs> it is off to the races there. Um. So yeah. So the name was the name was changed to Mega Man. Mm-hmm. And it. And, uh, uh, are we gonna talk about performed... that cover? <laughs> well, say, I was, I was gonna say it performed okay. Yeah, okay. I don't think it was yeah. a huge commercial success. The first one wasn't. No, yeah. it it did okay though. Yeah. I mean, they didn't lose their shirts on it, mm-hmm. you know, but it didn't uh, wow executives. Let's mm-hmm. say, Kenji Inafune, I, I see here that he blamed the box art for its poor North American. The sales. very very infamous. Yeah. Uh, I don't blame him. Yeah. <laughs> that cover is, I mean, it's it been said so many times up to yeah. this point, but it is terrible. It is the it er, is, it doesn't take bad any, box art. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it doesn't take anything, like, from the games. Like, Mega Man is not blue and yellow and doesn't hold a pistol. Like, Yeah. Yeah. I, I, don't, I don't know what the what what the background stuff is. Like, what are they going for? There? It's is that, like, like Bomb Man stage or something? Weird, it's just, like, some weird little science, like, future science city uh sort of tropical ish it's got palm, some palm trees and stuff and uh even like the, the, the perspective of it is weird things are like skewed up to like this weird angle with it yeah. and Mega man's yeah. in this weird yeah. posture with his shoulders hunched yeah up. this weird it's hunch. just yeah it just it, the but that cover art Mega man has become something of a cult icon in and yeah. of himself yeah uh the weird like he because he was a uh, back when Mega Man Universe was going to be a thing. Oh, oh yes. Um, he was in that. Do you remember the trailer for that? It was this great mm-hmm. claymation trailer that had Ryu and Arthur from Ghosts and Goblins yeah. in it. And it was like, 
Oh, it's psyched for that game. I'm so bummed it got canceled. You're gonna be able to make why, your own Mega Man stages why did they and everything. Cancel that game. It's quick aside. Well, that was maybe around the time Mega Man Legends Three got canceled as well. Oh, yeah. So oh, I think Capcom boy. was just kind of canceled. Capcom was in a very Konami-ish state yeah. of just like <laughs> yeah. all the good things go away yeah. with them. Get rid uh, of them. Make Pachinko Capcom, instead. Capcom has has been recovering very well. Yeah. Uh. So. Yeah, and he was. They had the great big trailer, and that the, the very the tag on the very end of it was like that bad box art Mega Man just like stumbling onto a stage and like falling off to his death. And, yeah, right. And he was a he was an unlockable character in the uh, in uh, it's like Mega Tekken Man. Street Fighter Cross Tekken. I think. Like yeah. That. Yeah. yeah, I think something like that. Yeah. So yeah, he lives on, and uh, <laughs> I, I wouldn't mind it if he'd be DLC for Mega Man Eleven. Yeah, <laughs> or uh, Smash Brothers. A skin in Smash Brothers. Oh, is, is, oh, is, really good cool. call. Yeah. Yeah. is Mega Man coming back for the next Smash Brothers? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Every character Every that's character. ever been in a Smash Brothers is coming to this one. Lord and Almighty, then that's a lot of yeah. characters. Yeah. yeah, that's that's the thing. They, they wanted to make it the most comprehensive all-encompassing yeah. one so they have everybody it's solid snakes coming back. And, dang, yeah. dang so. man. Wow. But I guess uh, Capcom had did have an advertising budget for the, for the Japanese release. There's a cool... Uh, very anime commercial you can see from yeah the yeah for, for the game. all the nes games yeah they, they have these cool little commercials yeah uh, that you know america didn't we didn't see that i don't think <laughs> capcom america had the budget for that at that time and they didn't really have the runaway successes to do that mm-hmm. um although another fun aside is that Mega Man was getting made the same time the first street fighter was being made oh yeah oh, right. <laughs> which is weird to think that first two, street fighter yeah the very first street fighter uh not not the one that would make waves. Let right, it be said. Correct. Yeah. Um, that awkward first chapter. Yeah, that awkward for yeah. You know, and, and how long did it take for Street Fighter Two to come out? Nineteen ninety one. Is that when that game came out? I think it was ninety one. Ninety one. Ninety two. That's tough. It was a while. I'm trying to think, they, I'm trying yeah, to think yeah, off of Street Fighter eighty nine, which didn't yeah. happen. Yeah, which was Fatal so Fury, right? Made, but correct. Yeah. Uh, Fatal Fury or Final Fight. Final Fight. Final I always fight. get those mixed up. For the the one that's a beat 'em up. The one yeah. of those two that's a beat em up. Aren't they both beat em ups? Wait, yeah, are I they? Think they're both beat em ups. Oh my yeah. god! You know it might what? Be I was final gonna... fight. Art of he... fighting? No, that's SNK. Yes. Art of fighting is SNK. All right. Uh, no, 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 no. Anyway, oh. <laughs> where am I? Getting off on a tangent. Okay. Um. So, but yeah, Mega Man came out, did what it did. Mega Man Two. Mm-hmm. That was the game that kind of, uh, you know, re- really took off and that that's kind of the in terms of classic Mega Man that's the one that's most well remembered yeah I would say uh, I, I would agree with that yeah it definitely kind of brought it more into the the mainstream like video game market I feel yeah, yeah. Um, it just yeah. you know it's just one of those one of those classic examples of a first game that lays a great foundation and then a second game that just improves and expands mm. everything that should be improved and expanded yeah and just is just everything about the first game but bigger and better right uh, I mean there are some weird quirks about that first game uh, there's oh, a yeah. score it's, for some reason. Yeah, the score that makes no like bearing on anything <laughs> in the game. Yeah, yeah, it, it has yeah. nothing to do with anything. <laughs> the controls um, are kind of floaty sometimes. Like when you stop, yeah. you still kind of move a little bit. Yeah, uh-huh. the other the other games had tighter controls in there. Yeah. yeah, that first game is you know Mega Man games are known for being challenging, but yeah, that first one was a little bit uh, more because of controls not being quite as refined. I think it's the only one yeah. I've never actually beaten. Oh really? Sheets. Yeah. Oh okay. Um, it's tough to say. Yeah, I've probably only ever played it in uh, versions that are like re-releases that probably had save states. So I don't know if I ever have it either. <laughs> yeah, uh, I I'm 
and there's only six robot masters. Yeah. There's yes, only that's six. right. Actually, yeah. They yeah, initially yeah. had eight, but I think they cut down two just for like time yes. constraints. Yeah, there oh, okay. were there were, uh, and one of them was going to be Bond Man. Yeah, I don't recall bon- the other Bond one. Man. Bond is an adhesive. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Huh. I mean, it makes sense. That's a basic utility kind of. Sure. Thing. Yeah. Sure. I, when, I guess. I, did he ever make a comeback, or did they just kind of no, scrap them all together? No, they never have. Huh. I'm surprised. Yeah, even I, with I, the power, uh, Megan powered up, they didn't do. Yeah, Bond Man and yet. I. Yeah. They, yeah, they they retained. They, they brought back the you know the eight robot masters and the the remake of Me- uh, Mega Man One powered up, which yeah. is I think up there with the best Mega Man games ever made. And uh, but they yeah. didn't have Bond Man. They had uh, they added Time Man and Oil Man. Oil Man. Yeah. Right. Weird. And they also, the first game did not have a password save. So you just kind of had to beat it all at once. Yeah, Yeah, you had to beat it in one sitting. Oy vey. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) that's that's a lot to ask from someone. I mean, I I guess you could do it if you already knew the game really well. Because if you know the game really well, the games aren't that long. Right. They're about... What an hour and a half, two hours. Yeah, to, to beat the I game. I mean, if you play them, it depends how much you have to replay stuff. I'm yeah, sure. yeah. But, it, but you could do it in one sitting. Let's say you could do it in one sitting. Yes, yeah. But yeah. Oh, yeah. most people, the vast majority, ninety-eight percent of people who play that game can't, mm-hmm. um, or who ha- who have played that game can't do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, it takes a lot of replaying and replaying and trying and trying and trying yeah. and com- quitting and coming back. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I don't know how. Uh, I I could never get very far in Mega Man One. Mega Man One's even for the Mega Man series very difficult mm-hmm. for yeah. me. Um, I know some people uh, didn't like it. The European market, oddly enough, didn't care for Mega Man One. Hmm. Um, at least in the magazines, they yeah. said it was just too hard. It was too frustrating an experience. And you're mm-hmm. just like. <laughs> This coming from the place that like came up with Jet Set Willy and <laughs> and all like those awful computer program like all, all those computer platformers in the early eighties. Have you guys played any of those early eighties like British computer games? No, I've so, seen no. my share, yeah. Larry Bundy Jr. Yeah. Other than that, I've not they played are, them myself. They are so frustrating. Like you have, <laughs> like, you have to make pixel perfect jumps on these things. I like the first stage. You have to make pixel perfect <laughs> jumps, and it's. Like Jet Set Willie is like that. The Monty Mole games are like that. I mean, mm. they're colorful and they're fun to look at, and they're fun to look at being played. But to do it yourself is a, it's a consternation. <laughs> I I don't I don't recommend them. <laughs> um, but uh, anyway, yeah. Um. So yeah, Mega Man Two. It's worked on over on uh, nights on a, on a night shift. Yeah, they take mm. uh, twenty hour days sometimes just to yeah. kind of work on it while they worked on other projects. Yeah. Yeah. So while there's street, that, so there's while, that old crunch. Yep. Yeah. yeah, right. Crunch has been around for a long time, yep. unfortunately. Crunch is bad. Unionize. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Game developers really yeah. I think yeah. that's coming. Yeah, you've yeah. yeah, you've been through enough. People got your back by now. Yeah. <laughs> time for a union. And this is these stories have blown up enough. Yeah, um, right. That I think uh I think uh public is on labor's side in this case. Yeah. Um uh, that having been said, though, yeah, they work nice to do it. I, I think mainly because a lot of them just believed in the project. You know, they mm. I, I don't think yeah, I don't think they had to do it. I think it was more like it's something that they really wanted to do. So yeah. exactly, it's like, well, as long as this doesn't get in the way of your normal work, you guys mm. can do this. So it's yeah. more of like, yeah, something that okay. they really wanted to labor do. Labor of love, good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So Mega Man Two is real labor of love, and yeah, that's what really sent the series into high gear. Mm. I mean, so much so that Mega Man One. Became, came back into demand because people loved playing Mega Man 2 so much that they reprinted Mega Man 1 uh, mm. like 91 I think they, yeah. they gave it a reprint mm. oh. um, 
yeah, because because it uh, just made that much a fan base. And of course, after that, Capcom uh, saw no reason to slow down sequel making. <laughs> and uh, you have the release list up there, Jason. Yeah, do you it's, not? Yeah, it's it, like it's, almost it's, every like year there's a new one. Mm-hmm. Um, Mega Man Two came out in 1988 or 89 in the U.S. market. Three was 1990. Four was 91 in Japan. 92 in the U.S. Five was ninety two, and just yeah, it's basically yeah. every year they yearly a new Mega Man yeah. game. And then uh, it's inter- interesting uh, that yeah, all the way up to six, you know, th- this the the classic series grows more stagnant as it goes on. Like I would say, those uh, you, you grow, you have an apex with two and three, and then you know with four, five, and six, they become more middling, kind of just more of the yeah. same. I mean, and they then, try to add new stuff. But they feel more like gimmicks and less yeah, I mean, things to really change the I mean, game. I, I, I don't know. How do you feel about it, Jason? I feel like, because, I mean, especially with some of the weapons that Mega Man gets, it's just kind of like the same, like, there's always a shield weapon. There's always going to be a weapon that, like, goes up in an awkward angle. Yeah. Or a weapon that affects the whole <laughs> yeah. screen. You yeah. Know? Um, but nothing as good as the Metal Man's weapon. Oh, That's yeah. the no. best one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, uh, yeah, I found, like, in certain ways, like, some things uh, towards the end of that NES run were more interesting with the x6 adding like the the armor and the jetpack kind of mechanics uh i thought those were kind of interesting um (laughs) overall though it was just like yeah level design was like way less inspired and like you said the weapons as well and then but then oddly enough the 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 same year uh mega man 6 came out was the also the same year that mega man x came out Mm -hmm. which really surprised me when i came out the same year yeah those two the quantum leaps ahead of i remember i remember having comic books uh from that era like 93 94 yeah mega man 6 was on mega man x was the advertisement on the front of the comic book and Mega Man 6 was the advertisement on the back. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Remember that's Mega Man crazy to think X about. was the first CD-ROM I've ever had, like, as a kid. Yeah. Yeah, because you had the, the PC, PC version. Yeah. Oh, okay. Which was oh. pretty good. Yeah. Uh, I remember downloading the demo back in the day. And it was, uh, yeah, it's mm. not like those terrible regular Mega Man PC games. Oh, oh like the yeah, like the ones <laughs> from, from, the one from, uh, yeah, the ones from uh, High Tech Expressions. <laughs> yeah. There's, like, Mega Man 1 and Mega Man 3. There's no 2. Yeah, there's no yeah. 2. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, uh, like, Mega Man looks like... What does he even look like in those PC games? Like He looks like a Microsoft it, Paint drawing of Mega yeah. Man. Yeah. yeah. He, looks like, he looks like the Playmobil knockoff <laughs> yeah. of, of Mega Man, you know? Yeah. It's, uh, they're bad. L- look up the, uh... <laughs> look up the videos on the YouTube. First those one are had interesting no watches. music in it. It was just no. sound effects. Yeah. yeah. Well, because it was designed with PC speakers in mind. You wouldn't want to hear oh. the music coming out. You know, like, the... Beep! Beep, beep, beep! <laughs> oh my gosh I used to drive my parents nuts playing games because we had a DOS computer growing up and, mm. um, and I would crank the volume on it because I just thought it was cool computer sounds so. <laughs> but yeah awful PC speaker junk coming out of that um, so uh, yeah, Mega, yeah, Man, Me- X Mega Man X was a new era of Mega Man mm-hmm. uh, it was I mean for a lot of people um, you know around our age that's kind of the Mega Man that they mm-hmm. became, you know, that, that they got to know with. first and it's what they, they think of as real, like the best of Mega Man is, is Me- Mega Man X, at least those first few games. 
Uh, I definitely yeah. uh, rented the first three a lot. It's super, you know, for those mm-hmm. who don't know, yeah, Mega Man X is is a complete reinvention of of Mega Man. It's uh, there's some customization of you know Mega Man procuring armor bits. Um, the types of enemies are way different. The mo- the movement is complete. It's fast. It's kinetic. You jump off mm-hmm. walls. You see, it's a so it's definitely a very different. Uh, Mega place Man's to, generally more physically capable. Yeah, in those games. yeah, yeah, and it it, it mm. chronologically like in the timeline, it takes place like a hundred years after the original series, and it's like the last creation of the Dying Doctor Light was X, this new Mega Man, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, it went on to have an eight game series, and eight games, yeah, yeah, wow, and uh, so yeah, they, they might make a they might make an X nine at some point, but yeah. and then from there it, it it gets more. You have the Mega Man Legends series, you right. Have, Battle Network and you know Which the are, RP, have RPG heavy stuff that I yeah. have little There's, to no experience in. The Mega yeah. Man X, yeah, the Mega Man X uh, command mission, the uh, RPG Mega Man X. No, I, I didn't know that. No, oh, yeah, never heard no, of that. I played that. Uh, I actually had that for the PS2. Oh yeah, was it, it was, was it good? It was all right. Yeah, okay. <laughs> it wasn't wasn't amazingly great, but it was. I think I played through it once, and then I was like, yeah, mm. I'm not gonna replay it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I saw some gameplay with the Battle Network games, Mega Man Battle Network ones, mm-hmm. where um, it looks like he's like bouncing from square to square and shooting mm-hmm. like that. So it sort of like mixes a little bit of actiony with RPG stuff. It looks interesting. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's very it's I, turn-based I, RPG. Type. Yeah, yeah. I, I I try that. Yeah. You know, I I I know. You know what? I bet I'd enjoy it a little bit, but I've just never. Once in a great while, I'll dabble in a turn-based situation. Uh, oh yeah, so I, I've considered it, but yeah, I've never got. Oh around man, to I love me some uh, turn-based. I'm, yeah. I'm working my way through one of the Fire Emblem games right now on my yeah. DS. Oh cool. Yeah. yeah, Fire Emblem on there, and then on the Switch at the same time, Octopath Traveler. So, oh, yeah. I'm, I'm Do getting you have a Switch. Uh, I'm borrowing a co-worker's. <laughs> oh okay, right. Yeah, oh yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. He's he's let me have it now for like a couple months, and he hasn't asked for it back. Uh, <laughs> I mean, like, what if he gets another job and he just goes and he he just leaves it? <laughs> I would feel too guilty. I feel like I would need to track him down and be like, "No, I have to give this back to you. Don't leave." <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, Mega Man X was a big deal. I, I, that that was the one I started playing. That was the first. Mm-hmm. That was my first exposure okay. to Mega Man was the X series, okay. and those really, um, especially X two and X three really pushed the boundaries of what you could do on the Super Nintendo. Yeah, yeah. Like, there sure. were a lot of uh, special chips used in the... Well, not a lot. I mean, it's only one special chip. But mm-hmm. it was a it was a doozy of a special chip mm-hmm. that Capcom used in those later SNES X games. And, mm-hmm. and, you know, they look and sound incredible. Yeah. There's a lot of cool secrets to find in them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah for sure. Um Although there, I I found them to be very hard. X two and X three, X one I had an easier time with, mm. but uh, yeah, X two and X three were hard, and so was four and five and all mm. them. But so let's see. And then the cla- and then the cla- can kind of concurrently, the classic series is still going. Yeah, yeah, it's still going on and yeah, off. Yeah, and I then mean, uh, and now it's still finally going to this day, thanks to Mega Man Eleven. So, yeah, yeah. Kind of like when you get um, it's it's sort of like they're on like a TV special schedule. Like, like, <laughs> yeah. like, like when you revisit like an old TV series, like this TV series has since concluded, but every once in a while they reunite for a special. And that's kind of how, it, that's kind of how it feels with Mega Man. It's yeah. like every once yeah. in a while they'll reunite and you get a new one <laughs> until all the cast members are dead. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, so let's see, Mega Man X 1, 2, and 3, that was Super Nintendo. Yes. Yes. Four, five, four and five were PlayStation. 
Yeah, I think six was PlayStation as well. Six was PlayStation as well. Seven and eight was PS2. Yes, that sounds right. Yes, okay. that sounds right. Yeah. I think so. Um, whereas the Mega Man games is one through six NES. Mm-hmm. Seven was Super Nintendo. Yes, uh, which was his sole 16-bit outing. Well, unless you count the Wily Wars, but or Mega Man Soccer. Mega Man Soccer. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes, that's Not, true. That's classic. That's classic. Yeah, yeah. That's a spin-off of the classic series. Sure, sure. Well, if you could say it's you know. In the series, but you know, whatever, <laughs> whatever. Not canon, fine, fine. Not, fine. not canon, not canon. And uh, mm-hmm. yes, and then Mega Man Eight, PS One, and Sega Saturn. Yeah. Mega Man Nine. Yes, yeah, Sega Saturn. PlayStation right. Network and Xbox Live and, and WiiWare. Uh, yeah. WiiWare. Oh, yeah. Okay. Mega Man Ten was the same deal. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, same and deal. now Mega Man Eleven, Switch, Xbox, PS Four. Is uh, it on Steam? I think it's on. I don't yeah. give a <laughs> <laughs> No, Sorry. Steam is like the only way I can play current gen stuff. <laughs> I need it to be on Steam. A console, yeah. ple- plebeian. <laughs> it's better than a console. <laughs> that yeah, it was the sound of me pushing up my glasses. Yeah, um, because my I'm a member of the master race. You guys, <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm gonna cut that. <laughs> yeah, let's let's cut that. <laughs> Uh, what wasn't one of the Mega Man X games also released on uh, Saturn or Dreamcast? Um, um, possibly. I'm, I'm trying to. Think well, there of... were um a couple offshoots. Was there? There was Mega um, Maver- Maverick Hunter. That was PS2, wasn't it? Oh, uh, it's PSP. PSP. Okay. Yes. There was a Game Boy Advance one, the Zero. Yeah, the Mega Man Zero series. Yeah, I actually yeah, played yeah. that for the Game Boy Advance. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah, they were good. I didn't play it, but I just yeah, yeah. I know that. Um, okay, yeah, Mega Man X3, Mega Man X3, this is odd, Mega Man X3 was on SNES, Sega Saturn, and the Sony PlayStation, and the PC. X3? X3. Huh. I wonder huh. if it was only on those 32-bit systems in Japan. Maybe oh, they didn't come around yeah. in the States. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah, you were right about X4, was uh, PlayStation, Sega Saturn, and PC. And then uh, X5 was PlayStation. Mega Man Extreme was on the Game Boy Color. Oh, yeah. Oh, eh? boy. I forgot about that. Yeah. I don't remember that at all. <laughs> That's, uh, that is not on my brain. And yeah, X, X7 and X8 were PlayStation 2. But then Mega Man X yeah, Command Mission was PS2 and Nintendo GameCube. And then you just have the Legacy Collection. So the Mega Man X series is pretty dead in the water. I'd say we're about due for a new Mega Man X game, so are we I not? heard Man- somewhere that if Eleven did well enough that they would revisit Mega Man X. Oh, I, I totally buy that. Yeah. Um, I wish they would. Capcom has been, I feel like, investing in their fan base more. They've done, you know, Resident Evil is what we want, want <laughs> Resident Evil to be. Resident Evil 7 is a great survival horror game, remaking Resident Evil 2. Um, Mega Man is back. Uh, yeah, I feel like they're... They're making a lot of uh, good steps right now. Um, in some ways, Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite uh, was not a good step, but no, uh, <laughs> I don't, I don't you know, know anything about that. It was like underfunded and like uh, rushed out, and it was like there were good things sad. about it. But it was really like for a Marvel vs. Capcom game, it was, it was really not what it should have been. Mm. Um, so yeah, I could totally see that happening. Um, you know, again, they were supposed to make Mega Man Legends three once upon a time. Yeah, uh, yeah, that got canceled. erroneously canceled yeah. after having like this like demo kind of you know this work in progress demo released uh, on 3ds. Uh, mm. So it was weird, but yeah, new X. I could see it happen. And Mega Man Eleven, 
Yeah, I think is great, and I I feel like um, it could be the first the first kind of foundational step in a new kind of series. We could uh, we could have a few classic Mega Man games in a row in this in this generation. I think mm. I think it's possible. I, I'm not familiar with how well uh, Mega Man Eleven has done sales wise, though. I haven't. I've heard people talk yeah. about it. Yeah, enough. Yeah. It seems like it came in with with decent fanfare. Yeah. I, I would assume that it sold okay. Yeah. But, I mean, you never know these days. I mean, mm-hmm. it's just... I mean, personally, I liked it, but that doesn't yeah. mean that everyone else liked it. Right. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's... And it seems to me that these days, console gaming is less and less where the money is. In a lot of instances, it feels like sort of more mobile gaming is what makes the big I bucks. I think that was... And I think it seemed like that a few years back, but yeah. I think, like... The, the newer consoles, I mean, particularly uh, this generation, the PS4 and the Switch have mm. sold extremely well. And, mm. I mean, the Xbox has sold great, too, but, uh, the, you know, PS4 and Switch have kind of just uh, been, I, I think, exceeded expectations. And it kind of it, it kind of seemed like it was, it was uh, go, uh, you know, Fading going more away. towards mobile and everything. But I think that's kind of turned around a bit uh, with, with this past few years. Um I think the console market might change. You know, we have iterative consoles, which is a new thing. But uh, I don't. Yeah. So, but I don't think their consoles are going away anytime soon. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I just know that if it were like, again, like ten, fifteen years ago, mm-hmm. we probably would have already seen. If the market was like what it was ten, fifteen years ago, I feel like maybe we would have already seen another Mega Man X game by this point. Oh, oh, yeah. You oh, yeah. know. Um, it just gets harder and harder to justify spending that much money on something that only sells to a certain fan base, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um. And in the case of Mega Man, I mean, when you think of Capcom, I'd say most people don't really think of Mega Man first, except maybe perhaps as a mascot. Mm-hmm. You know, I, 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 guess I guess Capcom's big sellers these days are Street Fighter and Resident, Resident, oh, Resident Evil. Evil yeah. yeah, Mega Man's kind of all that weird cartoony thing they used to do. Like uh, like with uh, id software with Commander Keen like yeah. <laughs> like I feel like it's oh, kind of I mean, it, well I think Mega Man's definitely not not on that level yeah yeah I mean not he's not in Smash Brothers level. right yeah and so I yeah. I think he's more a bit more in the zeitgeist than that and just um well Commander Keen's a very extreme example of that yeah yeah, but, yeah. yeah. um I don't know I feel, yeah I feel, I feel like it's definitely somewhat well known and I mean it's a, a very accessible game and it was well reviewed you know the new ones so I feel like. You know, the, and w- especially with you know, uh, with digital distribution and everything, and with you know, it, it's easier for people to for for a game that's you know priced as a budget budget title, it, I think thirty or forty bucks. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. It's um, there's a decent chance that it could draw in new fans as well. And yeah, keep talk- I'm actually going to check out sales numbers. On oh, that, go, go ahead. Well, while you're doing that, I, uh, I feel like the idea of having like these super hard, I think. Uh, console gamers, there was sort of a, a time when there were a lot of hand-holdingness going on in a lot of games, yeah. being console games being released. And I, I think that's really turned around, even with players who, are, who aren't who are quite as quote-unquote hardcore in the gaming scene. They yeah. still want something that's a little more challenging. Yeah, I think platformers have definitely like upped how hard they are in the past few years. Mm-hmm. And I think it's because you know, you just do away with lives. Do with the concept of lives and then you know, you can make it as hard as you want because nobody's going to have to... F- no, it's never going to feel like that much of a chore to repeat an entire level over again, you know? Like you don't have to... That, that chore of it is eliminated and instead yeah. you could just keep trying and trying and trying until you get it. 
And then when you do and you can fly through it like a boss, you feel really good about it. You oh, know? yeah, definitely, yeah. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I think Mega Man would fit very well into that. Yeah, because, I mean... Into that mold. I think, like, I feel like 9 and 10 were pretty hard. But that's mm-hmm. what the way I like platformers are. I like to have a yeah. challenge or something that, like, oh, this looks impossible. But then after I die a few times, I'm like, oh, actually, that wasn't yeah. so hard. Yeah. Or or even then, it was like, well, it was hard, but I but I figured out if you do this and this and this and this, I can do it, and it's solved. Yeah. You know? I, I think a lot of um, the game... Uh, it came out a few years ago. I have it on my 3DS. V, 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 something like that. It's a game where you... Uh, it l- looks like an old Commodore 64 game, and in fact, the uh, icon for the game on the 3DS is a cassette tape that opens up. <laughs> but uh, it's, a, it's a platformer game where you don't re- jump, but you reverse gravity. So you have to reverse gravity, and then when you touch the oh. ground of the other floor, you can push the button again. So you, so there's a lot of puzzles with having to manipulate gravity so you can float around, yeah, you know, uh, the stages appropriately and get around spikes and stuff. But yeah, um, it seemed to do pretty well. Like the week it came out uh, between PS4 and Switch, it sold mm-hmm. about twenty six thousand units, which uh, that same week compared to. Um, uh, you know, like the Super Mario Party sold, you know, almost 150,000 units, but Assassin's Creed Odyssey was about 45,000. So, oh wow, for the for wow. for a Mega Man game, that's pretty, you know, yeah. pretty decent. Yeah. So yeah. it seems like for the kind of the the budget that that game had and probably what they were expecting, it seems like yeah. it's actually done fairly well. It clearly has an audience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I hope that convinces them to do Mega Man X. I do too, because uh, yeah. I do love that original Mega Man X game. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's pretty yeah. great. Have yeah. you played the other Mega Man X titles? Um, so yeah, I did play the later ones. I think I played okay. all of them except for X Seven. But from what I heard, I'm okay skipping that one. Okay, um, right. I that that is what I've heard. I haven't played it myself though. Yeah, but it's the only I've one. I the same play. thing. Yeah. The, uh, Seth, did you play any of the other uh, X games? No, just no. just the Super Nintendo titles. I have the X Collection, so I've been meaning to get through to those, okay. but have not as of yet. Yeah. X does the X Collection have all the X games, or is it just it, a select it does because i know the yeah. Mega Man legacy collection only has one through six well, right and then there was the Mega Man legacy collection two yeah and a lot of them are sold in bundles like when i bought the legacy collection one it came with two. Oh, like a downloadable code for two and then one okay was yeah so it is like technically disc. two subsets yeah. of games but they're okay. sold as one okay thing. and and two would have seven and yes, eight the first four and, then yeah. the second four yeah okay so seven eight nine or, or six, five six seven eight okay got it okay which is good because I love Mega Man Seven. That's one of my. What? Sorry. Were, um, are, do you disbelieve? I thought you meant the X Games. No, no, the, not Mega the, Man the, X Seven. The original, the original Mega Man series. 7. It's yeah, one through six, and then seven through ten. And yeah, Mega Man Seven. I thought I remember really liking. I've heard like more middling things about it in years past, but I was playing it again recently, and it's it's pretty awesome you it's know the, the yeah. levels I have really it. cool secrets there's a lot of yeah. cool things a little hidden tricks you can do it's, with a, i just remember being ridiculously hard at the end but i really yeah. liked it though i mean that's yeah what you look for in a platformer and of course yeah. you know being capcom it has great graphics and sound i mean not that we need yeah. needed to tell you at this point capcom i guess, really I, guess good at that. I mean yeah. it's kind of for that era of Mega Man. i guess it's just overshadowed by x but yeah i, I think seven's great yeah you know? i remember renting that a lot from uh, Blockbuster. Uh, me too. Seven a lot. Yeah, seven. Yeah, because mm-hmm. yes. we couldn't find it in stores. Uh, <laughs> anyway. Well, I think we hit all the big points of the history. 
do you think uh, were there any other points you wanted to hit? Anything um, you want to talk about? Is there Mega Man and other media we want to discuss? Oh, there was yeah. a cartoon. What? what? <laughs> By Ruby Spears. Yes, there was. In 1994, I believe, is when it debuted. Mm-hmm. Which is uh, kind of late, if you think about it, in terms of Mega Man's initial popularity. Being in yeah, 88, yeah, 89. that is true. Hitting the mid nineties like that. That's the. Yeah. Um, I mean, at that point, like Mega Man Six was had been out, right? And Mega Man Seven, maybe. Yeah, if you think about it, like when Six came out, the NES was kind of like being like phased out for the SNES, right? Yeah. Around that time. You think the prudent thing would have been to do a Mega Man X cartoon? You know that that he, yeah. yeah, actually, he does appear in one. Episode. Yes, he does appear yeah. in the one with, along with Spark Mandrill and. Uh, <laughs> Uh, yeah. Mm, Although Mega vile. Man was in Captain N, the Game Master, like he, a weird Mega movie. High. <laughs> That's right. Um, yes, I, he wasn't. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. and Mega uh, Captain N was uh, eighty nine, right? Eighty nine, ninety. So that was like you that. know. There you go. The original series was really in the Nintendo zeitgeist. So uh, yeah, it, yeah, actually, that reminds me of like being so late. It reminds me of all all the current video game adaptations that are made into movies are made, like, way after, like, a Warcraft movie yeah. comes out, like, ten years after the peak of yeah. that game's success. And, yeah, like, ten years These weirdly late. late, like, Assassin's Creed and yeah. uh, all these things that you, you Prince hear of about. Persia. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's weird how just how those things get caught in development hell, and, and then when they do come out, it's just, at, like, an inopportune yeah. time. Yeah. Uh, it's weird. It's just far too late. Yeah. Um, better to do something that's more tried and true. Like, you know, you hear about... The Super Mario movie coming out by I yeah. think Illumination is, right. is doing it. That's and the, I think at this point Mario's been proven that it, he will be around forever, and he will yeah. be continually popular along the lines. Yeah, of, I mean of we're in a bright, analysis. you know, right Mario Odyssey, and yeah, sure. good things are happening with the Mario brand. So yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so there's not? a so- it's Sonic. It, it's really well timed. It's, there's actually a big Sonic movie being made right now, and Sonic right. is who's, just like um, who's doing that? What studio? Uh, I want to say that. At least at one point, Tim Miller, the guy who directed Deadpool, was directing it. I don't know if what? that's still what? the case, but Jim Carrey is playing Doctor Robotnik, or Eggman, okay. and whatever. Um, right. And there's um, I can see him playing oh a bad gosh. guy chewing no, no, up no, scenery. No, hold on, there's um, there's are they talking cool... about doing a live action? I think it might be. It's, it's it's. I think it might be a mix. Yeah, hybrid. There were some cool names attached to it. Oh, oh wait, I think I remember who is voicing. Uh, Sonic, but I want to make sure I'm not. Uh, so, yeah, we, we got we got some we got some names attached to this. Okay. Voice of Sonic will be Ben Schwartz. That's actually really yeah. good casting. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I can see that. That's yeah. very that's very exciting. Yeah. James Marsden is Tom Wachowski, a small town police officer. <laughs> um, so I guess it's going to be a mix. Yeah. Okay. Um, but anyway, oh Neil McDonough, who played M Bison in the Street Fighter movie, no stranger to video game oh. movies, that gentleman. Yeah. So anyway, that being said, yes, this is now a Sonic podcast. Yeah, right. um, <laughs> no. <laughs> so uh, Mega Man, but well, the Mega Man Ruby Spears cartoon is. Um, I actually watched it recently with Teddy. I recall um, it being not great. It's it was. I feel like mediocre. Mediocre, yeah. I think, is accurate. Some of the plots are a little like weird and mm-hmm. crazy, like the ones. Like, Curse of the Lion Men is the one that's already brought up. That's one that I think of that's weird, yeah. Where, like, a lion god comes up and, like, starts turning people into lions and something, which is kind of a weird... King Shizar? Yeah. Is is that also the one where, like, 
there's another one where the robots get turned into like Neanderthal robots or yeah, something. I vaguely remember that one. There's one where like all the toys come alive and start attacking. Yes, people. I remember that. I remember that. Um, so the plots got a little outlandish. Um, yeah, it was like, like two seasons. Like it wasn't even like they yeah. ran out of ideas. Right, yeah. right. I guess they just were too afraid of, of repeating themselves. Of like Doctor Wiley wanted to take over the world, mm. but the NES games were certainly doing that. Holy yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh boy, yeah. <laughs> In Mega Man Six, formula is Mega Man's guy, middle name. Doctor X is yeah. the villain. Boy, that guy looks a little bit like Wiley. There's yeah. no way that's yeah. um, Doctor Cossack. <laughs> yeah. um, well, that was the first time they did it, so yeah. I mean, it wasn't. But uh, the voices are okay. You know, they yeah. sound like they should. They're very. I mean, they are Saturday morning cartoon mm-hmm. voices. He, uh, the designs are kind of less um, cutesy, a little more like American superhero. Yeah, there was, yeah. But, but kind of in the middle. It feels yeah. like it's in the middle. Yeah, somewhere because the, the uh, production, the animation company is very clearly uh, outsourced to Japan. You can mm-hmm. tell that it's Japanese yeah. animation, but doing Western styled things. Mm-hmm. Um, it's fine. Yeah, it, it's, I remember it's not the, unwatchable. It had its yeah. own toy line, that cartoon. Did it really? I that had. I did not know. Yeah, yeah. I, so it okay. had like you know because it had like some you know rigid body structure, some you okay, know pe- yeah. pectorals and stuff like that on the yeah. action figure. So I remember some of the uh, some of those somewhat Americanized uh, designs. But um, yeah, you could uh, I believe you could swap um, like his cannon and stuff for other bosses, and you know you got the Cutman figure, and you could put his weapon on Mega Man and stuff oh, like neat. that. So. So that was cool. Idea. Fun. Yeah, yeah. So that, uh, yeah, there there have been a number of Mega Man toy lines throughout the years, but that yeah, that was a big one. Um, one Mega Man animated thing that I had seen a few years back, because it was on Netflix for, for a period of time. Uh, have you ever heard of Mega Man uh, Upon a Star? I've heard was of that. A, yeah. Was that an seen. OVA? Yeah. It was okay. an OVA that um, I thought was interesting. I just uh, watched it, and it's, yeah, it's Japanese produced. It's, uh, it came out. Around the same time as that, around the time of like X six was maybe the newest game. Six and or X six? Six. I'm sorry. Six. six. So ninety three, ninety four. Yeah. Okay. And it involved. Yeah, it like starts with this kid uh, playing it. It was it was cool starting with because this kid's sitting in front of his TV with a top loading NES playing Mega Man six, and we're like, oh, that's very, <laughs> that's very accurate for the time. Yeah. And uh, yeah, Mega Man ends up coming into uh, his world, and it's it, it's basically a three part thing that teaches. Is supposed to teach kids about Japanese culture. Uh, <laughs> it, it's it's he, he takes Mega Man around and you know that's cute. all this. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's, I mean it was cool. I, I yeah. felt like it was for what it was. It was actually pretty faithful to like the designs and the attitudes of the characters and everything. Yeah. It, was, it was like an educational movie, but it was cool. Yeah. It was pretty well animated and yeah, interesting. Not huh. attached to a larger series. I don't know if it was supposed to be become an so. actual series, but so that's something. And do you? Yeah. Um, I recall 10, 15 years ago, there was a fan of feature length Mega Man fam film that was made. Yes. Yeah. I do, do you recall that. that. Yeah. Filmed in, that. F- filmed in uh, abandoned factories worldwide. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and um, yeah. yeah, it had like, you know, people in costumes. I think Gutsman was CG and it was very low budget, so it didn't look great, sure. but it was like, right. You know, which is why I kind of, very, I, which is kind of why I feel bad making fun of it for just like now. A no like, low like, budget, you know independent effort. I Someone mean, really hey, put their heart into cool. that. It's yeah. like an hour and a half. It's a full length thing. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, it was, and I think in Mega Man is one of those things that you know there's a movie in the works. Someone it's on somebody's desk yeah, somewhere. Uh-huh, Will that actually uh-huh. happen? Along with the 
the Castlevania movie and the the the, this well, and the Metal Gear the movie. Well, I'd the Castlevania movie sooner than I'd believe the Mega Man movie, yeah, given the, the Netflix show. The, yeah. the Netflix series actually doing really good things. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. Um, another thing to say about the Ruby Spears cartoon is that Cutman and Gutsman were sort of like the episode to episode henchmen. Yeah, yeah. Right? yeah. So it was always Doctor Wily, yeah. and it was always Cutsman and Gutsman, and, and then, Proto Man. Proto Man, yes, and yeah. Proto Man. Proto Man was a real threat in that series. He oh, was yeah. the one who never. He was a wild card. <laughs> yeah, he but, certainly is. But Gutsman and Cutsman were kind of bumbling, and yeah. you know, uh, and then they would have like you know the villain of the week. Sometimes it'd be like Snake Man or Metal Man or Wood Man or something like that. Yeah. Ice Man. Yeah. Bomb Man, I think, was in the first episode. He looks like a duck. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but. But uh, I don't know if there's anything else to say about uh, history. Or, or in just, yeah, I, in terms of like other media. I, uh, not off the top of my not head, I don't media. believe so. Oh, yeah, yeah I, I think, I think we, we, got that, we get that covered. Yeah. I, I wish there was more media we could talk about. I wish there was more cartoons and stuff. Well, I guess oh, there, there was that anime. Uh, that, uh, uh, shoot. Well, the one based off of the Mega Man Battle Network or, series. Yeah, like oh, yeah. Warriors. And there's, and a, new, Warriors. Yeah. And there's, yeah. a, there's a new series, uh, Mega Man Fully Charged, that I haven't, yeah. I haven't checked out. Uh, yeah, but those are those. That's new Mega Man stuff. That's not the yeah. memory yeah. machine. Correct. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's actually some of the best non-video game Mega Man stuff are the mangas that have come. There's, there's oh, I've whole, heard. I've heard those. There's both an Archie yeah. comic series, which I've and, also heard is good, and yeah. uh, some manga runs that are they're really good. Like yeah. adaptations of the games, and they kind of flush out the lore. Uh, so I've been yeah. meaning to really get into those. Yeah, I, I've heard those are those are both very yeah. good. Yeah, good and and again, like me dismissing these things like NT Warrior and stuff doesn't mean I think they're bad. It's just outside of the wheelhouse of this podcast. Oh, yeah. So yeah. if you have any feelings about those, email me at memorymachinepod at yahoo.com and I may read them for a bonus episode. Mm. Ooh, hate mm. mail. Yeah, Nathan gets hate mail if he'd get any mail. Um, but uh, <laughs> anyway. All right, well, we'll take a break and we'll come back to you in just a minute to talk about some of our experiences playing these games. See you in a minute. Peace out. Game's like Mega Man 2. 
fight your way through eight stages of play as you attempt to defeat the villainous Dr. Wily, his evil dragon, and his six deadly robots to win. Also available, Afterburner, Shinobi, Altered Beast, and Super Sprint. Tiger LCD Video Games. Video excitement in the palm of your hand. just here telling you about some of the great things going on at the Geekiverse during this break. Uh, first of all, we're doing a lot with the Patreon, really giving it a revamp. So if you go to patreon.com slash thegeekiverse, you can go check out what's going on there, what's new, all that fun stuff. Should be some new perks going on. So just uh, donate at the $5 level and help keep the lights on here at the Geekiverse. Also, uh, currently we have a survey going on. There's a bit of a marketing thing. If you want to go take a look at that and put your two cents in on the survey, and you could win a chance, you could win a chance. You could win a Geekiverse T-shirt. So do that and see if you win. Free clothes, always a good thing. Also, of course, you could always check out our SoundCloud page at It's a Thing Media and our iTunes page under the Geekiverse channel, and you can find all of our other podcasts there, including. Uh, Girls Who Geek, and Geek's Got Game, and the spoiler casts, and of course, more episodes of The Memory Machine. You should also go to our YouTube page, of which there are many great videos of which to watch. But there's many great things on the horizon, so be on the lookout for that. Also, continue to go to thegeekfirst.com for all the fun articles. There are lots of fun things happening right now. The ranked articles are really fun. Those happen on Fridays. And, uh, of course, the other ongoing series like Pod, uh, Podcast Obsessed. If you, you know, if, if for say, you want to uh, try out a new podcast but don't want to put the question on Facebook for fear that you'll get, like, a bajillion responses. So, do check that out. Uh, yeah, well, without all that... Oh, there's one more thing. I'd be remiss if I did not mention the fact that I was on another podcast... That's right, friends. I was on the Devil's Do podcast. I was on there talking about a recent experience in which uh, my wife made the host of the Devil's Do watch Mamma Mia and Mamma Mia Here We Go Again in exchange for her having her having to watch RoboCop. So we watched those three movies together, and we chat about our experiences doing that, and also have a fun rundown of some of our favorite Halloween candies. So that all having been said, uh, I think we're going to go ahead and get back to the show. Get back to talking about Blue Bomber. Hey there, two pegs, wake up! You know that $49.95 check that Granny sent you? You know that'll get you your very own Nintendo Entertainment System. Get one and you can play the new Mega Man 6 and battle evil robots. Stop watching those wig commercials. I can even shower with it. And there's Soda's Revenge, Star Tropics 2, where you battle Soda, the man with no face. No more mommy soaps for you. As teardrops fall. So, thank Granny! Cash the checks and get the NES. You have watched too much TV already. スーパーロボット軍団を倒せ。相手の一杯楽しさパーツ。スーパーアドベンチャーゲームファミコンソフトロックマン。好評発売中。
Capcom. All right, we've each grabbed a new beer, I think. Have you grabbed a new beer, Sam? I did grab a new beer. Oh, I I'm switched glad. from the IPA to the York Munger Gold Lager. Oh, how do you like it? Pretty good, pretty yeah, good. Yeah. yeah, I need something a little lighter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, the IPA is pretty... I'm still new to the IPAs, you know? Yeah, yeah, I'm feeling it there. I'm still not totally comfortable with IPAs. Jason, what do you got? Uh, I got the Edmund Fitzgerald Porter. Mm, classic. Yeah. Classic. These guys in their porters. Yeah, I love you my porters. Love porter. mm-hmm. Cole Porter, this Although, guy. <laughs> that's right. Although Anything right now, goes with Nate Lockhart. I am uh, drinking... Um, I'm drinking the Elliot Ness Amber Lager. Oh. Mm-hmm. So oh you're a, a G-Man this evening. That's right. <laughs> That's right, Shane. Um, yeah, we're all drinking uh, Great Lakes Brewing beers. Indeed we are. From the great city of Cleveland. Home of the Republican National Convention. <laughs> yeah. Well, I was going to start singing that uh, Randy Newman song. About the river being on fire, but that's fine. That'll work. <laughs> same Republican National Convention, river on fire, same thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But we're back here to talk about our personal experiences with Mega Man. We talked about some of the history of Mega Man, kind of traced its, its, uh, its path throughout the 80s and the 90s, mm-hmm. leading into the early 2000s. And now we're going to talk about uh, where we first experienced Mega Man. Jason... You know, I, I feel like of all of us here in the room, you are the biggest fan of Mega Man here. Tell us your story with so, the Blue Bomber. I feel like, I think the first Mega Man game I ever played was Mega Man 4 for the NES, and I think I got it for Christmas. Like, hmm. And then I think after that, I really liked it, so my mom kind of found my garage sales, and then for the next few Christmas and birthdays, she was all set. Hmm. Um so I played through one through six. I know I had for the NES. You had all six on the NES. Yeah, I had all six on the NES. Well, yeah. lucky dog. Do you still you. have them? Uh, probably somewhere in my parents' house. Oh, <laughs> okay. hey man, those those are if they're boxed, you can sell those for a, a couple pennies. Even even if they're not boxed, I mean, yeah, they still get you. I bet you could probably get uh, 150 bucks for the whole set. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but. They're great keepsakes as well. Yeah, they're oh yeah, oh, yeah, absolutely. That's something you want to frame and put on the wall, man. Yeah. Yeah. Um I played Mega Man X on the PC. Like I remember like having to open up MS DOS to actually uh-huh. run the game. <laughs> yeah, uh-huh, uh-huh. But it looked great. The PC version oh, oh, of Mega yeah. X looked, looked great. That's I remember taking that away from it when I was playing it. It was like, wow, this really just looks like a Super Nintendo on my PC. Except yeah. the MIDI music's a little worse. You know? <laughs> Because it didn't, I don't think it used. Um, did, did it use CD audio for the PC, or did it use MIDI um, music? I can't remember off the top of my head if yeah. it used. Yeah, I have to look it up online, see what it sounds like. Yeah, maybe I'll put it in a little piece here because I bet that'd be interesting to hear. I'm sure Mega Man X2 and X3 probably used Red Book audio or something like that to kind of bolster it, but I would imagine the first one may have used MIDI. It may have also included an option to use PC speaker sound is possible. Unlikely, but possible. <laughs> um, anyway. Enough sorry, for your ahead. red books. Yeah. yeah. I'm done with this red book. I red was book. done with it the minute I saw it. The red book audio. <laughs> um, anyway, sorry. 
Yeah, I think I played through all of the X Games except for seven. Uh, still, I just kind of <laughs> missed. Yeah. Yeah. Okay just conditioned that. to skip that one. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think I played through all of them. Four will probably just always be my favorite because it's the first one I ever played. Mm. Interesting. Okay. Cool. It's gonna be my least favorite. I don't think that's to anyone's surprise with its awful uh, voice acting and oh, oh. animation. Oh, yeah. but it's classic at this point. It's achieved like Plan Nine from Outer Space levels of notoriety. <laughs> Oh yeah, Doctor Wiwi. Doctor Wiwi. We need to stop Me- uh, Mega Man. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like the Mega Man voice, and that's kind of bad. Yeah, like yeah. It's sort yeah. Of, he's. Uh, I got what they're going for with there. Like, oh, he's kind of like a child, yeah. but it just didn't work well. It it sounds better if you were to do that in Japanese, because I think people in. Uh, expect that out of the Japanese voice acting for that. Yeah. But when you do say it in like if I were to hear the original Japanese sounding like that, I wouldn't have thought too much of it. Mm. But to hear that yeah. in English in those yeah. voices sounds really funny and wrong. <laughs> Belongs uh, to the ages now. Uh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> At M- 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 Mega Man, <laughs> yes. Doctor Wawi, Doctor Wawi, Doctor Wawi. What do you make of these? These seems to be energy resources, but I've never seen this type on Earth. I don't know where this energy came from, but cannot let it fall into Doctor Wawi's hands. <laughs> You must recover all the energy immediately, Mega Man. But where is Dr. Wiley? That's a good question. We may be able to locate another energy emission from the radar room. When we find that media, we'll find Dr. Wiley. I wonder who they pulled off the street for that. I think it was, I mean, it sounded like it was Japanese people who were not English mm-hmm. voice actors. Mm-hmm. Uh, they mispronounced bass is bass. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um... I know what they did a lot of times, what what a lot of Japanese productions would do back then. I don't think they do that as much these days, but, but back then they would just find anyone in the area that was Canadian or American and just be mm-hmm. like, hey, you speak English? You want uh, 50 bucks? Oh, yeah. yeah. I think that's true. That's I, Around the late 90s, that started to turn around a bit. Um, yeah. With like some time, like, you know, Middle Gear Salad was an early example of like an actually English voice cast. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, but I think yeah, I think you're right about that. I think but. even in major Japanese productions, I know in uh, uh, Godzilla 1985, the Japanese version mm-hmm. of that, there's a scene with the American president. They're having like a powwow about what to do about Godzilla, and uh, he's saying like, "You must allow us to use nuclear weapons on Godzilla." <laughs> and it's like this guy is not an actor. He's not an actor. <laughs> Wait, Jason, are you saying Mega Man 8 is your least favorite? Yes. Of all of the Mega Man games? Or all the classic ones? Even? All the classic ones. Really? Hmm. I mean... Well, yeah, the, the voice acting's bad. But, but I mean, but it's, the it's better than, like... I mean, like, I don't know what's the worst... In my opinion, maybe, like, X5 is, like, the weakest... X five, yeah, X five is pretty. Weak. I mean, Mega Man Eight's got a lot going for it. I mean, there was the boys. There was that. Um, Doctor, is it the first part of Wily's Castle? Slide, slide, oh. jump, jump, slide. Yeah. <laughs> as a kid, that, I could a not horrible, beat that. horrible thing to experience. Oh, <laughs> yeah. As a kid, I could not beat that. Even like as yeah. an adult, I had trouble. Like I'd have trouble. The obnoxious that vocal cues don't make it any easier. But yeah, uh, yeah. but I mean, yeah, I, I I have to replay a lot of Mega Man Eight, but. Uh, it has a backup based of the off pack. of cloud. Come on, man. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's another good question to ask is like, what's your favorite 
Mega Man things. But we can get that out when we talk to your yeah, space. Yeah, yeah. We'll lump that in. We'll lump that in. So Mega Man 8 is your least favorite. What is your favorite? Would you say it's 4? You, you mentioned that yeah, earlier. Yeah, probably yeah. 4, just for nostalgic reasons. Okay. You're yeah. more of a fan than the, of the classics than the X series? or um, it's About 50-50, because I've played or, through like the X series pretty extensively. Yeah. yeah. Is 4 the one where they introduced the uh, Mega Buster? Yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah. that's right. Yeah. Uh, as a kid, I use Game Genie like quite often with all the games. Yeah, well, when you're yeah. a kid, yeah. you know, I I did that too. Mm. We had a Super Nintendo Game Genie, and we used that to beat pretty much everything because I couldn't do it otherwise. I wasn't that good. at I didn't get into um, the cheat devices until um, I think like PS One, PS Two, Pro Action Replay, or Game Shark, um, Game Shark, uh-huh. and um, yeah, there were even some. Um, it, with PS One, uh, I b- played bootleg games a lot, so there was like an off brand. Uh, it's like you could enter codes into it, and we, at, at that point, at those eras of gaming, it got to the point where the the, the cheats were like kind of like hacks, like playing Grand Theft Auto yeah. Three with Game Shark. You could like have the physics be all screwed up, and it was like really interesting things you could do with some of those cheats. But yeah, yeah. Anyway, then yeah, Mega Man Four was the one with um. Dr. Cossack, right? Yes. Yeah. They try to like fake you out. Do, do, do you think that, that do, do you think out, yeah. that kind of warped your um like warped your understanding of what the Mega Man world was? Like to be like <laughs> Dr. Dr. Cossack, Cossack is, is clearly is the most iconic villain. Right, yeah. Well Dr. Cossack <laughs> is clearly a major part of this universe. And then like you go and then you find out he's not in any of these other games. Was that Something that threw you off, you think? Like, coming to an understanding of the series I, as a child? I don't know, because like, I know I got the other games like shortly afterwards. Okay. So I always just kind of figured it was Dr. Wily. Yeah. Okay, alright. Yeah, I kind of just, like, yeah. I think, um... Yeah, I was introduced to the uh, Twisted Metal series through Twisted Metal 3, which is, like, one of the weirder, like, not good entries. Yeah. But but you, once you play that, you play the, the more well-regarded ones, and you kind of adjust what your idea of what the franchise is. It's sort of um, like how I... F- it- I wonder if that's sort of like a micro version of how I felt trying to read Spider-Man comics as a kid. Mm. Just like trying to read it and like talking about like clones and it's like... Oh, you read yeah. the 90s style. Oh, yeah, clones, or, or, like, or even Lord. like, or even just going into like, I remember reading, I think I mentioned it on this podcast before, but like my dad buy me a Captain America comic and for some reason him and Iron Man were in the jungle and there was this guy with a giant face and then they were fighting him and... <laughs> And it Mo- was it Modoc? I have no idea. And I was just like, <laughs> yeah. I don't even know what this is or what this means. Like, yeah, it's is da- this important? <laughs> the danger of just buying a random issue, is right? To like a curated, yeah. And, and when and... you're seven, you have no idea. Like, mm. when my dad was a kid, you know, they were they were still pretty much just villain of the week kind of mm. a thing or villain of the month. So. To him, he just thought it would be like that, but it wasn't. <laughs> Comics got <laughs> caught up in extensive lore, yeah. and yeah, yeah. It's yeah, I feel like it's a lot harder to be con- confused by comics these days, <laughs> given given the internet. Oh, but, certainly. Yeah. Uh, anyway, but yeah, I wonder if that was maybe a micro version of that, uh, just with kind of an offbeat entry like four. Yeah, I mean, except. I'm trying to think of what game I got next, though, because I know I got, like... Because 5 and 6 follow the same suit, like, oh, it's Proto Man is the... I mean, oh, no, it's Wily again. Yeah. Oh, Dr. X. Dr. Yeah. X. Yeah. The Dr. X saved the world What Was Dr. X... Which one was that? Was that Mega Man 6? Six? 6. Was that 6? Okay. I have not played yeah. very much of 6. Was 6 the one with the centaur? Yeah. Okay. The centaur man and Nightman and yeah. uh, Tomahawk Man? Right? Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, because it was because it was they could get away with some sillier conceits for bosses because the backdrop it was like this robot Olympics that was happening, so they didn't have to be like based on utilities. That's they, funny. I like yeah. that. Yeah it's, yeah, it's kind of a neat idea. Like, yeah. that. and that was the one with like the jetpacks and everything. And yeah, like six was kind of neat. Yeah. yeah, like each robot was supposed to represent a different country. Like I think. Oh, yeah, I, I think Tomahawk Man that. was oh, U.S., Sunshine Man think was of that. Greece, uh, Yamato Man was Japan. Nightman was England, I guess. Yeah. yeah I, huh. I don't oh, cool. I didn't yeah. even think of what that. A neat, what a neat conceit. Yeah. That's that's actually pretty rad. I mean, like you said, you played the Mega Next games. and Yeah, I played through all of those. I think like X2 and 3 I got way later. Like I didn't get that until I think I got a collection and I got those games because I didn't yeah. have a Super Nintendo growing up. So I didn't oh, you didn't? Think. Were you were you a Sega kid? No, I just had the NES, and uh. then uh, after that, like N sixty four. Like we skipped a whole generation. Well, I mean, but you had the PC, and that was capable of playing some pretty good games. I mean, it was clearly capable of playing Mega Man X. So, oh yeah. So so you know, you, you weren't left wanting. Yeah, yeah. Know? No, I definitely had a lot of games uh, to play. So yeah, um, like uh, what was the one? with the squirrel and wanted to get the pizza. I might cut this. <laughs> <laughs> there's one there's a platformer Scunny. You remember that one? No. Scunny. Scunny's quest for pizza. Um there was Amy uh, from Cosmo, uh, the Cosmic Kid. Did you play that? It's about an alien with plungers for hands. Amy uh, from Pulp Seven One Six uh posted a, a picture of a of a squirrel crossing the street with a pizza pizza recently. <laughs> oh, I should have retweeted that. I uh well I, oh, I, I commented on was, it. Was it on Facebook that you said? Yeah, that? on Facebook. And no, I uh, I, I commented it. on it and like uh oh no, it might not have been a picture. She might have just had a description. Yeah. And I uh I said that, Oh, that was me. And then, and then like, and then like three other people commented and said, Oh, that was me. Oh, someone did that shit. It's like everybody thought of the same joke. Uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> But I've been compared to a squirrel. In the yes, yes, yes. It's funnier out of your mouth. But yeah, uh, I've come to embrace it. Well, uh, Seth, what is your experience with the Mega Man series? Uh, well, like Jason, it came about at a very young age. It was it was one of the uh, w- one of the franchises that was like a, a hallmark of my early gaming life. Uh, and for year, I I have such a familiarity with the NES series. I mean, I mean the classic series is for for me personally where it's at. I, I mm-hmm. played a bit of the X games mainly just on Super Nintendo, but really the classic series is where my interests lie. And I thought that I had uh, grown up playing the NES games, but it, as I thought about it, I've really I mean I didn't have an NES growing up. I had a Super Nintendo and then a mm-hmm. Game Boy and PlayStation and everything. So I wasn't and a sure Master System. And a Sega Master System, and uh, <laughs> so I wasn't sure. Like, when, I I must have played those games, right? When did I? And I had to kind of recall that it was originally the Game Boy games that were the first times that the Game Boy Mega Man One, I think was that was the first Mega Man game mm. I ever played. So, and that game only had four Robot Masters. It had Guts, Cut, wow. Fire, and Ice. It didn't have Bomb or oh no, it didn't have Guts Man. It had Cutman, Electman, Ice and Fire, and uh, so yeah, it, I, I remember there being a actually a period of time where I had to get used to the idea of six robot masters as opposed to only four, which is what I was used to. So mm. I played those and and Mega Man Two on Game Boy. Mega Man Two on Game Boy is really good, um, and it has some different characters and stuff. And uh, other than that, it was um, yeah, I think some of the Super Nintendo stuff like Seven and X One eventually, mm-hmm. and then. It was weird because I had such a formed idea of the NES games, and I realized that was because I 
had my older brother's Nintendo powers, and mm. I would just, you know, pour over those, and particularly the Mega Man games with, you know, just articles and walkthroughs and stuff like that, and looking what I would just, like, look at all the, the list of the Robot Masters, and I would just... I, I, I developed some familiarity with the games, even though I never played them. I guess I didn't mm. play them until I played the Anniversary Collection on PS2, which is weird to think of, but... Um, but yeah, it's that's, interesting that's that you feel like that you like absorbed those NES yeah, games through like osmosis thought, in those magazines. Like I thought that I played them. Yeah, I think that's a strong testament to mm. those magazines. That, yeah, that they did such a good job giving you the excitement of the game without actually playing it. Yeah, um, I mean, people obviously have very fond memories of Nintendo Power. Mm-hmm, so yeah, so yeah, so that that was I guess where I didn't really become acquainted with those games properly until until then. And then as the years went on, new incarnations would uh, uh, would come up. And, um, yeah, as I've noted before, Mega Man Powered Up is a is a standout for me on PSP. Um, I think it's one of the best Mega Man games ever made. That's also the reason I broke my PSP. Because uh, <laughs> it retains the challenge of the original Mega Man while being, you know, having better con- controls. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it's an incredible remake you know ground up of Mega Man 1 where you you know not only get the boss's powers but you can play as the bosses themselves and they have more uh you know more abilities beyond Mega Man just absorbing their powers and every level has these built-in secrets these secret areas that are added on that you can only get to while playing as certain enemies of course they added Time Man and Oil Man to make it a full eight uh and it has kind of the 2.5 D uh chibi style yeah, actually, and now Mega, well. now Mega Man Eleven isn't chibi, but it has the two point five D style, and uh, yeah, just that classic series has always been uh, near and dear to my heart. And uh, Mega Man Eleven is out, and uh, I've been loving it. I think Mega, Mega Man Eleven is great. There's room to grow, but it's uh, yeah, it's uh, it's an exciting time, and that's kind of just the the, the rundown of uh, how it went with me. Hmm. And you know, we didn't talk about the Game Boy entries. Uh, yeah. yeah. Do you guys? I mean, you said you have experience. I I've, mean, mainly the yeah, those first two yeah. I played, and then um, one of them has Woodman in it, right? Mega two. Man two, two, two does. Yeah. And yeah. I remember playing that at a friend's house. They put it into the Super Game Boy, and just thinking like, this is actually not bad. Like, it's I'm, really cool. Yeah. yeah. It's uh, the 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 Game Boy port of Mega Man One was uh was a little rougher, but yeah, Mega Man Two was was great, and then uh, um. I remember uh, I hadn't played three or four, um, and then Mega Man Five was completely different from the NES version because it had bosses it? all ba- based on planets and stuff. Uh-oh. That was like the conceit of that. It was all galaxy based, and um, it was Mega Man V, not Mega Man Five. And hmm. uh, so that was an interesting one that uh, again I learned about from Nintendo Power. And so I, yeah, it's 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 funny that I kind of became so acquainted of Mega Man th- through like just like reading these little you know reference guides and things like that and information from Nintendo Power and now my nephew Nico uh you know my old my older brother's son mm-hmm. he loves Mega Man now too um me actually me and Josh and Nico were at the midnight release of Mega Man 11 together and oh, cool. you know we all oh, we, we each cool. got our yeah. copies of Mega Man 11 and uh um, and me and Emily got last year, we got Nico for early this year, we got for his birthday, we got him like this reference guide of all the, the enemies from the Mega Man games. Wow. And Emily thought it was a weird choice, but I'm just like, this is the kind of thing that I would have liked oh back then. Oh my God, And, um, and yeah, he loves it. He has a lot, all like dog-eared and everything. And he's, oh, yeah. um, 
so he's I, I me and Nico are kind of like similar in that way that we just kind of like a lot of the games we haven't played but we've just like you know looked through all this reference material yeah. for all mm-hmm. the different bosses and it's just fascinating mm-hmm. so yeah and my, and my brother obviously loves Mega Man too so he's kind of sh- shares that with him and uh, you know it's mm-hmm. all a, a communal thing it's wonderful yeah. new generation so there you go so there's a new fan a new a new uh, not not just with it, the with the niche market yeah. but a new fan it coming into Mega Man it does continue well I mean here's the thing with Mega Man is he is a he looks like a little boy but he's a robot and he gets to go on cool adventures yeah it's really yeah. easy as a little kid to just be like what if i were Mega man wouldn't mm-hmm. that be so cool yeah like i had those daydreams as a kid mm-hmm. like i'd be 10 years old and be like what if i just turn into a robot right now and went on awesome adventures mm-hmm. and and like got out of this boring social studies class <laughs> <laughs> you know like i think that that kind of idea will always be be very appealing to to little kids mm. yeah, boy or girl really mm. yeah. i can imagine there's lots of little girls out there too who would love to turn into a robot and uh you know mm. leave school forever and go fight robots on a fun adventure oh yeah uh, but that, tra- uh, that transcends gender right there yeah right? i think that tries that yeah who doesn't want to be a cool robot <laughs> fighting bad guys I, I mean that's what my introduction was to it if find a good segue there yes it was um, a very good segue. uh that's because i knew about Mega Man growing up i didn't actually play a Mega Man game until i was 10 hmm. um which would have been 1997 which is pretty late to be getting into Mega Man. yeah but i but i knew about him and i knew he was around he was in the captain n show he's in the captain <laughs> n cartoon uh, I knew there were video games. I'd seen the screenshots, you know. And I mm. even then, like, I knew Mega Man was cool. Yeah. And I liked it, but I never really had access to it mm. until later on. A part of that was, um, you know, I didn't really have any consoles. I didn't have any video game systems until I was nine. Yeah. Uh, my parents uh, believed I would my schoolwork would suffer if I had a video game system. But it turns out that instead of playing video games all day, as I pretended I had video games with which to play all day. So <laughs> my parents were like, well, I guess it's six and one half a dozen of the other. And so they, did, <laughs> they were tired of me being disappointed at Christmas time. So they bought me a video <laughs> game system. And uh, I remember, I think there's actually a videotape of me and Aaron coming down on Christmas morning and finding a Super Nintendo. Really? We just, yeah. And we oh. just we just don't. Mm know what to think we were just like this wasn't supposed to happen the universe is broken <laughs> i think because at that point we just sort of like acquiesced and like well we're never going to get a video game system yeah. well at least we have our computer and we can have games on that yeah you know but to see that and see that it came with um it came with super mario all-stars and my oh, parents had also right. bought us donkey kong country Jeez, so wow. it was just like ugh, what a time what a yeah, time 1996 so yeah. That was when the picking was good for Super Nintendo games. Yeah. We had I mean, All Stars, yeah. Oh, yeah. All Stars, um, you know, games were cheap back then. Mm-hmm. Uh, my brother got Final Fantasy three for thirty bucks. <laughs> um, you know, Kirby Superstar for very cheap. Yeah, man, those were the days. But we got Mega Man X uh, eventually. Ah. We first played it at a friend's house, and then we loved it. So uh, I think we found our copy used. We bought mm. it used from a blockbuster, I think. No, not from Babbage's. No, not from Babbage's. You know, fun or, fact: Babbage's uh, electric, uh, electronics boutique. Electronics boutique. There you Babbage's. go. Babbage's.com. Oh. Yeah, I haven't ba- thought about that in a while. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. Or um, 
What's the other one? It started with an F. Funko Land. Funko Land. Funko yeah. Land. Babbages.com worked until like a year or so ago. Really? It redirected to GameStop until like a year I remember so. going into Babbages. And every single Babbage had a little plaque as you entered yeah. devoted to Charles Babbage, the man of the difference <laughs> engine. The man who created the difference engine, you know... Um, one of the early uh, progenitors of the computer. Oh, okay. So that's what, you know, Babbage's name. I didn't know that, yeah. Yeah, and so every store had a little plaque to Charles Babbage as you entered. Um, yeah, uh, yeah, it was from Blockbuster, and we loved it. I mean, it it was just as cool. Um, my little boy expectations were fulfilled. <laughs> Mega Man was exactly as cool as I always thought he would be. Mm. And we loved it. We obsessed over the game. Mm. We kept track of pa- passwords. We made up uh, our own robots. You know, we would oh, do drawings, yeah. made up our own robots, and we would draw Mega Man because my we nephew just does he, that too. He yeah, has all extensive draw his own designs. Uh-huh. Yeah, and, to, yeah, yeah. His kids we used to draw levels and stuff. Yeah, mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I just. I thought he looked so cool. I just thought he, does, he looked, yeah. he looked like classic, the coolest. Yeah. yeah. You know, and um, the simple, chunky design. I love yeah. it. Yeah. Right. And even Mega, Man, even Mega Man X, even though it's like kind of got more of an edge to it, it's still not that complex of a design. Mm, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's still, it has enough to be considered extreme and cool for the 90s, mm. but it doesn't <laughs> go overboard with it. It's not like Spawn, where you look back at Spawn, and you're just like, oy vey, like, this is just the 90s personified. No, Mega Man X design still looks cool and it holds up. Yeah, it's like they just kind of just updated Mega Man. Yeah, right. Yeah. 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 And, uh, yeah, and we loved it. And, you know, eventually we got decent at it, and we could get to Dr. Wily. Mm-hmm. Or not... Dr. Wiley Sigma. and Sigma. We, we could get to like the first few Sigma levels, but we mm. never really beat it. Um, in fact, I've never beaten a Mega Man game without cheats, if oh, I yeah? may confess. Oh. Um, I've never done it. Um, I'm always amazed by people that can, and I envy them, but <laughs> I, I can't do it. Dan Liggett, previous guest on this podcast, oh, beat yeah. Mega Man 2 just a few years ago for the first time. Yeah? Yeah, I think he did it, I, I, I think he did it uh, when his uh, first... When his first son was very little, when he was when, because in the early days of being a parent, you know, and you're you got an infant, uh, it's, there's a lot of downtime, you know. Mm-hmm. The all the baby does is sleep, eat, and poop, mm-hmm. and if it's not doing one of those three things, well, in fact, if it's not doing two of those things, mm-hmm. you get to do whatever the heck you want. So. <laughs> Uh, there's a lot of time to play video games, and I think that's when Liggett did that. And so he, okay, just, he cool. just said, "I'm going to beat Mega Man 2. That's what I'm going to do with my free time right now. Nice. Um, yeah. uh, that's what I'm going to do with my waking hours with this infant. Beat mm-hmm. Mega Man 2. But uh, I, never, I never beat those. But Mega Man X was, was really cool. And then we watched the Ruby Spears cartoon. Yes. And that helped to fuel our, our imaginations mm-hmm. and, and having like a, a boy crush on Roll. Uh, that was the mm-hmm. thing. And then. Uh, <laughs> And then uh, finally, when emulation became a thing, yeah, that was when, well, yeah, when emulation became a thing. I could go into my history with emulation, but we won't do that. Let's maybe another podcast entirely. It certainly um, is. Yeah, it is. But uh, so I finally, I finally got a computer that was good enough to do NES emulation and Super Nintendo and stuff like that, you know, um, that generation. And the first thing I did was I just downloaded like, well, I downloaded all the Mario games. And then I downloaded all the Mega Man games, one through six. And I started playing through a few of them. And Mega Man 2 was the one that I was like, this 
this is it. This <laughs> is perfection. And I played that thing nonstop. I, I would vacillate between the other ones. Like I would go, I play two for like an hour, and then I go check out, you know, one for a little bit, and then go back to two, then I go check out three or four for a little bit, and then go back to two. You know, I don't know. For some reason, two just really clicked with me in a way that the others didn't quite. Mm-hmm. I don't know if maybe two is a little easier. Two I is the, is the easiest of the yeah NES ones probably. Because and it might be because of that that it felt like I could actually accomplish something. And it's get a cross section of, yeah. of yeah. accessibility and excellence. Um, yeah, I, I personally put Mega Man three a little above two, uh, mm. but. Uh, but yeah, I mean, there are a lot of people that agree with you. Yeah, yeah, I think two is the most popular. If you ask, it like, is the mo- it yeah, is the most popular. Oh, yeah. for sure. Yeah, um, just yeah, yeah. Just personally, I, I feel like three is out does it just a bit, but now two is definitely the touchdown for most people. For yeah, classic Mega Man. Yeah, I, I mean, it the just, music it just and, the, such a nerve. and the enemies and oh yeah, yeah. that that intro music where it just kind of like builds up as it goes. Oh up the yeah, sky. yeah. yeah. The top perfect and introduction. Yeah. And, yeah, and even the levels like you feel like you really feel like you're going on an adventure because mm-hmm. even in like Woodman stage, the scenery changes. You know, you're first just in the forest, and then you go deep into the bases of the trees, and then you come up through the trees and into like the branches, and then yeah. you go from there into the boss, and it's it's such a cool. It's it's like it's in level storytelling. I love and that yeah. grabbed yeah. me. Like it made it feel like a it made it feel like a fully fleshed out adventure. That's something I always uh, with Doctor Wily's castle specifically. You see the map of where you're going in the castle, and I was mm-hmm. you know fascinated to see if the level follows that path at all. And what one cool thing about um, Mega Man Eleven when you get to Wily's castle, you actually see like some part of the castle in the background and as you run further along the level you can see where you are in relation to the rest of the castle you can see like so you you get closer and closer like the front of it so you're actually like seeing where you are within the context of the rest of the level is think is really uh one of the coolest things about Mega Man. i'm glad that they kind of leaned into that a little bit with 11 so yeah Yeah. absolutely yeah those are really cool And and i would go back and try to play some of the other ones um like the other Mega Man X games, you know, like Mega Man X, X2 and X3. I remember mm. we, we would rent them from Blockbuster yeah. back in the day, but we never got very far. Mm. Uh, those games are harder than X1, I feel like. X1 mm. looks a little easier than the other two Super Nintendo games. Yeah, maybe. I don't know if it's harder or if it's just like you're more used to it, though. Yeah, like it could X1, be that. X1, I could easily breeze through. Yeah. And X2 and 3, I'd have a lot more difficulty but I don't know if it's just because I'm more familiar with the first one. Yeah, yeah, I wonder that myself mm, as yeah. well. Um, if that if that's the case, I feel like they deserve more playtime for me. X two and X three. Yeah. Um, but I mean, I think that's an, another testament to the series is that just one of those games could be so engrossing that that's what captures your time. Because I think with Mega Man two, I didn't feel quite like going on to the other ones because I didn't think I I didn't feel like I'd explored all of Mega Man two yet. It's almost like, um, I feel like with some albums I've listened to, there's sometimes where like I love side one so much, and there's so much to gain and absorb from it, that I'm not ready for side two yet. Mm-hmm. I haven't heard side one enough. Mm-hmm. I haven't mm-hmm. I haven't absorbed it deeply enough to go into side two. Um, I feel that way about the Moves album Shazam. That's a very good album. Uh, but. But yeah, it's Mega Man Two and and Mega Man X. Those those are my main touchstones of of the series, and 
And I always look forward to when a new one comes out. I remember when Mega Man 9 came out, we were still in college. Yeah, we played that a lot yeah. together back in at the townhouse. Yeah. Uh, I remember playing that with you, and we were like flopping the controllers back and forth. Sometimes yeah. like, I was like, let me play, I'm going to play. Yeah, <laughs> and he yeah. would come in, and he would play, and he would do really well, because yeah. Liggett is a very fast learner when it comes to <laughs> video games. He is. Um, and yeah, that was a lot of fun. I had a it lot. It certainly of, was. Th- those yeah. are good memories. Those yeah. count for memory machine because that was that's ten right years ago. <laughs> <laughs> oh, ten years ago. <laughs> oh my god. Don't think about it. Don't think about it. I uh, know. Um, but yeah, those are my personal memories with, with right. Mega Man. Mega Man is awesome. And it really. I is. wanted to be Mega Man when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so, you know, all this talk about Mega Man this, Mega Man that, Mega Man, Mega Man, Mega Man, to the point where the face has lost meaning. Mm-hmm. Um. What, when it comes down to it, what makes a Mega Man game a Mega Man game? I feel like Mega Man is a very uh, classical game by nature. It tends to have a certain set of rules that it adheres to. Yeah, it's very much just your running gun platformer. Yeah. And, like, you really can't, like, that's, every Mega Man game is like that. You don't really diverge unless you get to like the spinoffs you already diverge from that uh formula Mm -hmm. it's run a gun um mega man has a very defined set of moves he can only jump just so he can't shoot directionally unless Mm -hmm. he has you know a power up that lets him do that like metal man's Mm -hmm. yeah um and of course there's the rock paper scissors element that you know I feel like, um, yeah, there's some of the, the just the basic foundational things like um, the non-linearity of the levels, the, yes, the, inherent, that's another thing, the yeah. inherent challenge, the mm-hmm. weapon system, and things like that. I just, I think Mega Man was the first, uh, you know, the, the, those games were the first ones where I played where I felt like it was fulfilling some kind of an action fantasy, you know, when I would like, you know, run through a level like, you know, run through avoiding this laser obstacle jump up onto a ladder climb on and run up and shoot off the ladder it just like felt like you know when i was a child it felt like living some kind of an action set piece from uh you know from a movie or from a comic or something and i I don't know that i mean i don't know what how to specifically break that down into uh what i i guess just in terms of uh the kind of control you have and uh you know obviously sticking to that you know the whole run and gun formula and everything but just something about just uh the dynamics of 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 getting through the level and and the level-based storytelling that you Mm -hmm. mentioned about you know everything kind of having its sequential place and yeah no it's it's a bit of an abstract take but just that's kind of just where the those ingredients what, what what that what that turned out for me with the feeling that kind of it brought about in me and uh, that that's something i associate with with what mega man is so i don't know yeah some 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 combination of those elements of of control and of level level design and uh and just that the visual appeal of it too that um mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that kind of colorful poppy uh classic kind of cyber superhero kind of a kind of a thing yeah, yeah. i don't know I think that's something to to make mention of is just that the fan. I mean, we talked about the the graphics a little bit, saying mm-hmm. that Capcom made great use of their the limitations of the NES, and they they do look gorgeous, uh, fantastic yeah. graphics work. Um, 
I, I think of the because uh, I have Woodman on the brain for some reason, but the uh, the the um the, the tigers that shoot fire at you. Yeah, shoot, yeah, the, yeah, the, the fire arc, mm-hmm. and just how anime they look. You mm-hmm. know, they don't look like eight bit graphics. It just looks like a cartoon wolf shooting mm. fire at you. Mm. Uh, but uh, another thing. I feel like we haven't talked about as much is the music. Yes. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yes. Is music. amazing. Remarkable music. Um, you know, so many Capcom games I, f- I feel like are just known for having such legendary, you know, if from Mega Man and Street Fighter, even up through, you know, Resident Evil, I think has incredible music. So yeah, that's absolutely one of the, t- and there, you know, obviously so many, covers and you know there's different bands that are you know devoted themselves to covering Mega Man yeah, music yeah. Uh, arm isn't arm cannon a local band that uh, um, yeah, does uh-huh. and, and they've they've uh-huh. done their share of Mega yeah. Man stuff and uh you know on our way home from Midwest gaming class or no no from the Capital Fest Nate you were playing yeah. me some some great uh covers and I was telling you about yeah. Sh- Shadow Man Shadow Man underrated uh yeah. Mega Man theme song right there um <laughs> It gets into the, like this jazzy, jazzy yeah. bit. Uh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh huh. And uh, and I mean, geez, you even have like concept albums based off of this stuff, like pro- mm. the Proto Men. Oh yeah, listen yeah, to them? yeah, yeah. They do uh, like concept albums talking about the story of Mega Man and Doctor Light and <laughs> and all this kind of stuff. Um, the the composer. I, I wanted to make sure that we we oh uh, yeah we, we gave the names of these composers because they are. I mean, you know, it wouldn't be Mega Man music without them, but it, it is uh, Takashi uh, Tatieshi, uh, credited as Ogoretsukun, which I guess is a Japanese pun, <laughs> um, with Mega Man compo- and the original Mega Man composer was Manami uh, Matsume, credited as Manami Aitel, I think, uh, which mm. in those days of video games, a lot of Japanese. A lot of the credits in Japanese games just use nicknames uh, instead of their full names, but 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 it was those two individuals that really made Mega Man music what it is, and, and they're all amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, Metal Man's music is great. I, I believe Lech Man's music is the one that sort of apes oh, Journey a little bit. I do love yeah. a Lech, but, but, it, but it's its own thing and it's way cool. Yeah, I love a Lech Man's. Um, Doctor Wily's like first stage in Mega Man Two. Yes. Mm. Uh huh. Yeah. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Um, even just the the ending music as as Mega Man is like at the end of Mega Man Two, you know he's beating Doctor Wily. Yeah, and he's and he's walking back. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. and it, the seasons change. It's very wistful. He's walking and, back. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's it's incredible. And and there's so many like you said, there's so many great covers that you can look up. Mm. Uh, I recommend um, for a straightforward rock. Oh shoot, what's their name? The Mini Bosses. The mini okay. bosses is one to look for uh, if you just want straightforward rock metal adaptations of these things. But I really like a band called the One Ups. Uh, in mm-hmm. fact, we listen to them on the way to pick up beer. Yeah, Jason, <laughs> and uh, they take a different approach per song. We listened to one track that was uh, the theme from Airman Stage, mm-hmm. and they did a kind of like a seventies jazz kind of a thing. Oh yeah, but they also do things like take the main Overworld theme from Legend of Zelda and be like. But what if it was Bossa Nova? <laughs> and they do that. You know, uh, yeah. the one-ups are really great. Uh, high, uh, high level of talent, those guys. Another thing I wanted to bring up, something that you mentioned too, is the high level of difficulty 
You mentioned that these yeah. games were hard, and that's because they are very hard. <laughs> yeah, I was I was I was worried uh, with Mega Man Eleven that it was going to be kind of toned down. Um, I, I was I was happy to get Mega Man Eleven and see that there was still a lot of challenge in there. Um, yeah, Mega Man Eleven is one of those things that like I had to play through each level a few times in order to beat it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. It, t- it took me a lot. I thought I would play through it in an afternoon, but. It took me. I, mean, I actually, I still have. I'm in Wireless Castle. I still haven't beaten through. I mean, I've gotten get distracted here. That Red Dead Redemption's out, so all bets are off. But uh, it's yeah. It, I, that mm-hmm. was one thing I was really glad to see uh, retained. Yeah. yeah. It took me about like two weeks to beat eleven, but it was like two mm-hmm. weeks of like constant playing. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah still. No, no. When you say Mega Man difficulty, if I were to say this has like Mega Man difficulty, what what do you think of? Like like what do you think of as particularly challenging aspects of Mega Man games? Platforming. Mm-hmm. Like not falling to pits or hitting spikes. Yeah, yeah. I you know, so much uh of you know, classic Mega Man, you know, Mega Man X is is more about the you know the the twitch base the reflexes the the the, yeah. the quickly kind of getting through things and with me with classic Mega Man there's more of of a, a strategy more of a um you, you know you, you could take it at a bit of a slower pace that you know you got to yeah. develop strategy and figure out kind of how to get past this yeah. certain section. There's no and, timer, so you have all the right. time in the world. You're, yeah, you're not racing against time here. Yeah, you know? um, unless you're in Quick Man stage. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, night. Yeah. So yeah, yeah it, it has yeah a, a lot of that, a lot of uh, sequences of having to kind of you know figure out patterns or figure out you know uh, I, I feel like the special weapons, the you know the boss weapons are really well integrated into different stages and stuff. So just mm-hmm. figuring out you know how to do that and yeah, I mean yeah, a lot of it's kind of like old school like you know pattern based and reflex based and things like that. I mean, it's, I think in particular of the disappearing platforms, yeah, especially yeah. in uh, Heat Man where you have the, the 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 blocks that disappear and reappear in a very specific pattern yeah, yeah. and so you have kid, to jump in that. nightmares. Those oh, in yeah. Mega Man 11 yeah. aren't quite so bad, thankfully. Yeah. Uh but yeah, absolutely. Those are Well, then you learn later on too that there are items that you can use. Like when you beat certain yeah. levels, you get the the platforming items that rush, help you rush jet and pass this shit. <laughs> <laughs> I think for the whole Heatman level, I'd use that item number two and just rock it across all those, <laughs> yeah. the yeah. screen blocks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. uh-huh, yep, just, just F it, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not doing this. <laughs> yeah, oh my gosh. That's like, where I mean, strategy that, comes into play. Yeah, yeah, I mean, that's what I think of that, and I remember really struggling, at least as a kid, and I still now, struggle with recognizing the boss patterns, because yeah. one, uh... Their patterns can be very complex and to, mm. to memorize. Uh, um, I mean, there's some exceptions. I feel like in the original Mega Man X, Chill Penguin's patterns are pretty easy to, to pick. Yeah. Mm. Um, but those are few and far between. Um, and the fact that the bosses are given so much health from the get-go, mm. meaning that your little pea shooter default weapon can't do a lot of damage. Unless maybe against one or two of them. Right. But for the maybe. most part, yeah. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> Uh, in in that case, you just gotta find okay, what's the easiest one to beat with mm-hmm. with uh, with the pea shooter? Yeah, we'll go with that, and then from there we can start the chain of events that allows me to beat the boss mm-hmm. that defeats the next boss that defeats the next boss, and so on. Um, but yeah, high def high de- definitely a high difficulty made easier thanks to the legacy collections which realizes oh, yeah. that we're all adults now we don't have the time man <laughs> well not only does it have safe states it has the rewind feature, the rewind yeah, yeah. which is incredible that but mega man legacy collection 
uh, no Mega Man Legacy Collection Two has it, but the Mega Man X Collection does not. Okay. So mm, that's, yeah, do they do, do they do save states though? Yeah. Okay. Oh wait, it's so I think it's like the beginning of each level. It's not quite save states. Okay. It's I think it's like each level beginning of each level kind of thing. Okay. I think. Okay. All right. I'm not calling that incorrectly, but yeah. yeah. All right. Well, does everyone have any final thoughts on the Blue Bomber? Anything, anything you've been itching to get out but haven't? Just uh, shout out to Rusty Shackles for the uh, <laughs> oh uh, yeah for the uh, for, at the Midwest Gaming Classic for the uh, he had some cool stuff. Yeah, all he has so much art that's you know based on a like you know like comic book covers, but you know redone in a video game theme. And there's a fantastic you know Spider Man versus the Sinister Six uh, cover that he redrew to be Mega Man versus the the original Six Robot Masters yeah. uh, that I have. Or like uh, issue one of Fantastic Four, but it's Mario and yeah. Bowser. Yeah, yeah. Instead. That guy's yeah. art is fantastic. I it's picked really up a few fun. of his pieces of Midwest Gaming Classic. Tag him in this, Rusty Shackles. Yes, that is a very nice guy <laughs> with a very talented guy as well. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. Um, uh, do you have anything left to add, Jason? Uh, no. You good? I'm good. All right. Well, I have been Nate Lockhart, and I am right now. You can find. <laughs> I was me wondering on... if you were still <laughs> Nate Lockhart. If you, I, if I evolved. Uh, um, maybe someday. I just gotta. <laughs> I have to get better. I have to train. <laughs> um, uh, you can find me on Twitter at Nate underscore Lockhart. You can find me on Instagram, not posting anything, at Nathaniel.Lockhart. Mm-hmm. You know what you're posting on Instagram is uh, the outside of the Riviera Theater after King Kong has already started. I know. <laughs> I didn't know when it started. I swear it started at 7.30. I don't know. Uh, somebody <laughs> lied to me. It couldn't have been my fault. Uh, <laughs> uh, you can find me there. Uh, keep watching the Memory Machine. At, keep watching at MemoryMachinePod.com for new episodes, whatever. Or mm-hmm. go check out past episodes. We've recorded a lot. Uh, we just went through the month of October. We got some fun uh, October stuff. If you're still not over Halloween, mm. you know, uh, last year we did Universal Monster movies and Halloween for Halloweeners, <laughs> and uh, this year we did Alfred Hitchcock and horror comics, the history of horror comics. So Beautiful. Be sure to check those out. We had a lot of fun in those conversations. If you'd like to drop me a line specifically related to the podcast, of course, if you don't have Twitter or Instagram, I'd encourage you to email me at memorymachinepod at yahoo.com. Uh, give me feedback. Let me know if you're listening. Let me know what you like or don't like about the show. Um, it helps me to help you. And, uh, yeah. So, thanks again for listening. Uh, we'll be back in a couple of weeks with another episode. Thank you. We love you. Bye. Love you, bye. Bye.